Hello <laughs> and welcome to Plot Chat episode 43 presented by T-Mobile. Welcome, sit down, get a drink and wait around and listen to us, the experts in the Overwatch scene as we discuss the ins and outs, the intricacies and the, the way the lasers line up inside of crystals. What? Break it away. Down. Breaking it down. We're going to start with the... Breaking it away. What's Break going away. on? What's up, guys? What Hi. the hell is wrong with you? Dude, I, I'm a little bit out of it, actually. So I, decided, I. I decided to sleep in because of my... Um, yeah. Because of my finger. Um, ah. And it's, it's pretty painful even now, actually. What? What I love is uh, I saw somebody on Reddit. Uh, somebody was like, "Hey, can, where, what are some Overwatch podcasts I can listen to?" And obviously, they watched this one because it's the best one. But they they also were just like, "Man, you know, Podchat really seems like they go off topic a lot now." And I literally <laughs> within the first few seconds, I asked Brent how it was, and I can already in my brain feel myself going down this path, uh, you know, down the wrong direction. But uh, this one, it's not look, a we, bad thing. We always say well. this could be this could be a short keep, episode. Keep stalling. Keep stalling. But I've lost something. This oh, could no. very well be a short episode. Uh, I mean, the games were ass. Because the games were <laughs> ass. The games were short. I mean, there, oh, there was I, I think that I think that's quite negative of you guys. Is it? Like was, was it? What do you mean? It's negative. I'm saying what I see. I see poo. Yeah, right. so I say no, it's poo. Right, I see poo. poo. I say poo. Yeah. <laughs> if it quacks like a duck and it, uh, wait, yeah. what's the rest of that? What? If, it looks, yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it looks like a duck and it if quacks, it quacks like, like, a duck, like a duck, then it's, it's a probably duck. a duck. Yeah. 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 I, I forgot what it was apart from quack. I forgot. What, I forgot how else you would identify what. And I don't think was. it's negativity. It's yeah. just you're watching. Jeez. You're watching one team really good and the other team really bad. If I just it was sarcasm. Is there though? Is there some argument to be made that the level of play has somehow gotten worse recently? I feel like in the last few weeks, things have there's there's definitely a bigger gap between the top teams and the bottom teams, isn't there? It feels like it. Yeah, maybe since the summer showdown. Yeah. Stuff going on. You also have to remember, like, the season is is even longer this year than it is in the past. And with everything going on with COVID and stuff, sometimes it's hard for, do you I think, mean, even people like I us don't even to think get it's the motivation that. to do stuff. I, I just think it's a new meta, and, like, people are figuring it out. Like, going oh, into the right. season, we raved about how Double Shield was the screen meta before the season. Yeah. And then we got, like, some double hit scan. And for the most part, this season, we've only seen double hit scan and make composition. Right. And now we're seeing dive. When was the last time we saw Genji True. dive? Well, that's a good point. But when yeah. you say figure it out, I, I feel like uh, f- from what I saw, there was not a lot of figuring it out. There was a lot of we don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people didn't even really play that much dive at all in North America as well. They were pretty ah, they dead did. on their double shield. Nah, they just put double shield with a Genji. I mean, that ain't dive. Oh, you mean uh, in the past? No, I mean right now, this week. Like how many teams actually played Winston? I found in North it. Not very many. Atlanta. Uh, what, what? Atlanta played Winston. What did you find? Finally. You find? I, f- I f- dude. <laughs> what? 
I'm telling you, man. I just switched to my T-Mobile 5G network to actually pull this up because the, the internet in our house wasn't working. So on my phone, I don't know what happened, but I just found out about this new uh, this new mobile phone network. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. T-Mobile, all right? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Going around the block. They sponsor our show, you know, of course, presented by them. And they have America's largest 5G network covering 250, 215, I should say, million people nationwide in early 6,000 cities and towns. And thanks to them... I was able to salvage and thank the thank the Lord that I was able to do it because we we might have had to restart this podcast actually if I wasn't able to yeah, pull up this file that was telling me exactly what to read out. So even better, the nationwide 5G network works indoors and outdoors, covering thousands of miles, while the competition is only covering city blocks. Just another way to T-Mobile. True. It's changing the game. Rank up, take your wireless game to the next level with T-Mobile, and visit T-Mobile.com today. And your game and your phone and your TV and your grandmother will thank you. Hello, <laughs> your grandmother. Hello. grandmother. Yep. Kind of imagine that we couldn't talk about Overwatch if it wasn't for Brent pulling the script up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, we genuinely were, were, we would have had to restart the show, so. Like, what a travesty. Uh, Brent's, Brent's uh, script has the T-Mobile plug and then it just has Krong is a rookie in all caps. Those are the only two notes he's taken all year. Dude, I, can, I actually can't believe that Kong's a rookie. Like, <laughs> he's a beast. I think that I'm meme convinced. is dead. It's not that dead. Meme is a month old now. <laughs> it's not dead. So, what were you guys it, talking about? We were talking the, about uh, the level of play. Oh, the level of play. Yeah. I've got a personal theory about this, actually. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Don't laugh at me. I've got a personal <laughs> theory about this. I think that the meta for so long. Has not been a like. When was the last time we saw Rissa banned? This is literally uh, what Johnny was just. I mean, saying. it wasn't that long ago, to be honest. It was, was maybe ten gonna say weeks ago. Gonna I want to say. Long no, time no, 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 no. Well, oh yeah, Rissa, right? Sigma yeah. hasn't been banned all year. So, so what's uh, your theory Risa here, Brent? I think the best teams, they, yep. they, they can switch in between in and out of metas pretty easily without you yep. know, having to get readjusted. I think they can apply fundamentals that they know from just playing Overwatch for years and years uh, across to most metas when they develop. Like they don't really lose much in forms of team play coordination. Um, but the worst teams, I think, cannot pivot as easily from meta to meta. It's like a well-trained clown trying to ride a clown? unicycle while juggling. <laughs> Of all I the analogies, you, like you a pick dog. a clown. Yes, a well-trained clown riding a unicycle trying to juggle. And, and if you think of the balls as the metas, and they're flowing <laughs> through the air. Now, you might not be using yeah. all the metas at, at the same time, but it doesn't mean you've got to forget about them. The, an, an untrained clown juggler, ju, 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 juggler riding a unicycle is going to forget about the balls when he's trying to keep his balance. And that's what the weaker teams are like. But the better teams, they remember the, the foundations of riding the unicycle whilst also remembering that the other metas exist. But, but what is that, the unicycle? That's smart. No, I it's not. Johnny, Johnny, no, no, no. That's horrible. No, okay, well, what's a better analogy? I challenge you to come up with a better analogy because I think that was pretty spot on. Pretty spot on. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you. I mean, okay, yep. so what is even the premise here? What are we trying yeah, to construct what are, what are we trying to, Yeah, We're trying to say it's like where teams are good at their fundamentals so they're able to take on many different tasks, right? They're no, 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 able no, no, to no, no, be good no. at many different methods. I mean, the, where do the fundamentals come into play? Let me tell you. They come into play in every day, Josh. Every day. 
So what does yeah. every day stand That's why they're for? Fundamentals. If the, if the if the juggling balls the are the, the metas fundamentals are the and the unicycle, the intricacies of a meta are the are the juggling of balls. Right, and that's and then and generally okay. speaking, teams takes a little bit of a while to to get the two ball juggle going, even though it's one of the most simple maneuvers in juggling. And sometimes they can only manage the one ball juggle, which is just to tossing a ball up in the air over and over again. Right. But the best teams right. will always remember those previous balls that are flying through the air. Right. Very interesting. Right. Okay. Okay. You don't understand the point would, that I'm trying to make. I do. I I understand it in some sense, but I feel like it was a terrible analogy. A terrible analogy. You come up with a better one. Come up with I think you just confuse. I think you just confuse people. To me, it's a bit more like what we've got currently is when we had like hero pools going all the time. It was like taking specialized athletes and telling them all to do a decathlon or something, where they all have to do. No, 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 no. You cannot do this because we're literally in a sport where there are specialized players. So your analogy is literally a different sport. Well, hold on. I'm not talking different. Uh, wait, what about what about the hero pools? And then what about uh, brains? It, what, what's uh? You can only juggle what two, three at a time. How many metas do we have? Hundreds? Uh, how, how do you equate that? Well, the best I mean, jugglers can juggle brawl. hundreds of balls, Matt. No, they can't. There is not anyone who can juggle a hundred balls on a unicycle at a time. There's only actually juggling is described by very Ten? strict mathematical rules. I think, yeah, I think there's a hard limit yeah. to the amount of balls that can actually be juggled. A hard limit. The some... limit is your your throwing arm. So you no, would, no, 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 it's not because it, it's like the cycle at which they come up and down. There's so only you would so say many a juggler. Yeah, he specializes in only two and three balls. Can you juggle, Josh? So a juggler is a specialization as well. I am very bad at juggling. My, what my does mom it say? How many balls? Fourteen. Right. No, no one, no one gives a yeah, shit. Yeah, nobody's juggling a nobody, hundred balls. Brain, think of your no hands cares. and your arms. Who's juggling a hundred balls? No one cares about this. Juggling so, more actually, than 14 balls at once may be physically impossible. Everyone tuned in to this podcast to hear us tr talk trash about Super's Genji, and we're here ah, 10 true. minutes in talking about but, juggling fucking balls. I don't know about when you guys, but I, get the other Super Genji? I think this is quite interesting because I didn't know that there was physical <laughs> limitations. Did you know that Maths has discovered new ways of juggling that people had never known before? Like, people have just never tried certain ways of juggling, and by running math formula, they have discovered new ways of throwing Brain is, yeah. Brain is throwing yeah. us down a horrible slope as the host here with a juggle. When now oh. we're showing juggling videos. <laughs> how, many, how many balls is this guy managing? I'm this not, guy, what he's got 14 balls. This, guy, this guy's like the San Francisco shock. What it? Sorry, what that? What is this building? What is this architecture? Oh my god! That's look, the weirdest that's fucking building crazy. I've ever seen. He's juggling really more balls crazy. than we saw maps this weekend. That is crazy. <laughs> there was a lot of three Overwatch. Oh my yeah, god! Let's Every talk about the Texas throwdown because that's where it really begins, doesn't it? I mean, I wasn't a three zero, oh but it was. Series. It you know it was a painful series. It was so. So why do you think that, Josh? Because. Some series are won. This series was lost. Like, both teams were trying to... Or not trying, obviously, but both teams should have lost this series many times, and yet the other team made even worse mistakes and, like, lost it even harder. And that happened repeatedly in this series, where you, like, you're, you, you're convinced that Houston have it in the bag because, like, Dallas fumbled their defense on Volskaya. 
And then it goes to Route 66. Mm -hmm. And again, Houston looked really good. And then they just throw away their defense, like horrible, Mm -hmm. horrible alt management at the end and just open the door and Dallas end up sneaking it away. And then it goes to Eichenwald and there's just way more mistakes. And Nepal's just an absolute shit fest that ends in a C9. Dude, the C9 was horrid. It was insane. It was like both of the teams seemed like they didn't want to win. I feel so bad for Dante as well. Like he is so good. Like uh, yeah, he, he, is. he is so good, and to lose in that fashion was rough. I mean, me and Josh were watching it, and they actually in that fight they get the first pick. Like Dallas has so many ultimates, I believe, going into it. Houston gets the first pick, and they they touch yeah, it, no. and then they never end up making it back. It was it was horrible. They, they really literally was. would have touched if Rappel's Moira character was shorter. <laughs> Because Rappel's Moira, yeah, like as Rappel's head like hit the like the ledge on top, and so the model got stuck. Did he jump? If Moira was a dwarf, they would have been able to touch the point, (laughs) and they would have would have lost. And also, Blase was coming down with a meteor strike, uh, I believe, as well onto the point. Oh no! Yeah, it was a meteor strike. I said at the time, I, it's not the worst C9 in the league because we have no. Ranjin, but that was probably the most heart-wrenching yeah. C9. Like, it really, it really just, like, hit you, like... Both especially, just, especially yeah. because it's the, like, pivotal moment, and also Dante and Mecco have been hard-carrying this team, yeah. and they are staring a reverse sweep down. There's already the, like, curse of the Houston map fives. And, and in the meantime, at the halftime point, Raucus has been talking about how oh. trash Dallas is on the bench. <laughs> so it's oh. like, you're, you're, as a Houston, as anyone who likes Houston at all, you're like, oh, come on, you can't throw this away, please, no. Like, you're going to get so much flack from your fans, from the Dallas fans, yeah. from everyone if you let this We've happen. all been there before, though, where yep. you say something at, like, a halftime or when you have a lead in a game, and then at the end of the game, you're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah. uh, well, I'm going to get Do you think that the, the reason the, the, the quality of play was particularly poor with these two teams do you think that's partly because of the pressure? The Do you think it was poor? I think compared I think, to some of the other teams we saw all weekend, they were actually quite good. I think that both of these teams generally played pretty well, but then yeah. they made big mistakes. That's different to just being bad, right? Like, there are some teams that yes. are just bad. Like, they just don't know what they're doing. They're just fucking lost. Like, they don't understand the meta. They're all over the place. The players are bad. Like, neither of these teams were bad, but they did make some huge mistakes. And, like mistakes on every map and that's almost it's all it's more entertaining but it's also more annoying to watch because you like you know what should be happening and you know the players are capable of it and then they throw it all away well it's what the fuck a a team that makes like a team's like uh like a game like this is a more tilting than watching a team getting blown out because you can see both of these teams if they correct some of these small mistakes like really being strong teams it's just yeah. constantly making like the same mistakes over and over again. It's just tough. But uh, so who do you guys still feel better about, like as a team? Like, because I know we had Houston fourth last week. Do you still feel good about both of them? I mean, I think you really saw hydration's limitations as yeah. a Houston player. I mean, oh, obviously his Orisa was pretty solid, but it's just like 
you, you can just see some Winston leap and you just know that they're like half guessing at like what they're doing. I saw Gaither with some pretty questionable jumps as time as Winston. And like he was getting creative, especially on point B with Sky is like trying to find unique jumps, stuff that works, etc. And yeah. Hydration had some of those too. And I think you really saw the limitations of Houston Outlaws in this meta. But at the same time, I don't feel too bad about no, either of these I. teams. No, I, yeah. I, I would agree with you. I, I think, uh, especially off the back of watching the rest of North America. Um, yeah, exactly. We right. saw some real questionable stuff, actually, that was just being played in general. But th this tends to happen, I think, because it is quite a, a, quite a significantly different meta, I think, in terms of <laughs> the heroes that are being played compared to anything that we've really seen. Uh, it's even different to last I week. Was, yeah, I was even thinking back and... Uh, with a lot of the players we have in the league and whatnot, because uh, we have had a lot of turnover from season one. Uh, when was the last time some of these players even played dive? Like, have they even played dive at a professional level? Some of them haven't. Like, yeah. Some of them haven't, right? Like, some of them, uh, you know, kind of like go straight into double shield. Like, we've never seen, like, because Winston's been gone for so long, and same yeah. with like Diva in situations and, you know, Tracer Genji, like, how many of these players have experience playing it? I mean, I mean, yeah, th that was actually a pretty similar thing that happened when GOATS came, because before yeah. GOATS, we had an influx of Korean Winston players who yeah. were phenomenal at Winston. And then they had to adapt to Reinhardt meta, but they had never played Reinhardt before. And we have a yeah. similar thing now with Dive. Yeah. I think, the uh, I think though... Seems... Sorry, Josh, go ahead. I was going to say, in this Texas game in particular, though, They've got some long-standing players that have all played dive yeah. before. I mean, like, the, the tank line of Dallas looked pretty comfortable playing the dive, actually. Gamsu looked impressive playing against Hydration because you kind of see the difference there between someone who's solid versus someone who's just kind of trying to get to grips with the role in the first place. Uh, I you know, look like Mecco again. Yeah, Mecco looking great. True. Had a great series. The backline made a lot of mistakes for both of these teams, though. They they had like good moments as well, but my god, like some of the some of the alt usage, it really seemed like it was <gasps> off. I, I would also say, like, imagine playing Zen this week. I watched the couch stream with uh, like Myungbung just getting dove over and over again. Oh my god! But when was the last time support had to play Zen against like a dive kind of composition? Like even in season one, it was like what Tracer Widowmaker, like maybe Winston, like. It wasn't. I mean, that, that that was bad peel as well. Like, yeah, I actually, so was, I actually yeah. think, but I, I actually think... think that some of these teams struggled because it's way more obnoxious to dive against send yeah. rig support backlines. Because before, when we had dive compositions before in Overwatch League history, the win condition was you dive the send mercy or like the the Luciana, and like that's your win condition. But with yeah, brig right. in the mix, it's harder but, to pull that I'll off unless you're facing the Boston uprising. I'll be honest with you guys, I think it makes it significantly harder for less qualified teams to peel effectively for like a Zenyatta player now that Absolutely. the armor pack has been changed Yeah, uh, for Brig, where it doesn't provide armor, which I don't know if you guys agree with me with this, but at least of the teams that I've spoken to, I think it's making a drastic difference in terms of how teams can really play. Like the, the added armor on top, which adds the damage reduction, I don't know what the exact numbers are, but it, it means that your effective HP is actually quite a significant amount lower when you're being dove by certain targets like winston or a tracer you, you don't have that buffer of the damage reduction per tick per the damage instance anymore 
mm-hmm. in between you, you know, getting dove upon as a, as a Zenyatta player. So I think some of the worse teams, some of the some of the less, uh, 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 you know, not naming any names, but I'm sure there's a couple that come to mind, um, uh, are really going to struggle with that aspect but- as well, which is the Brigitte and Nurse in general. This is also going to be a meta where those teams are going to be in a way worse spot as a team than in previous metas. And I say that because a meta like this, where a team can be really aggressive, push the pace and just force constant mistakes out of you is way harder to win team fights just in general, like than like a double shield. And like, there's not like a, a crazy win condition ult here that like you can just dominate with it's much harder. So I think when you see things go wrong, you're going to see things go really wrong, like how we saw this weekend for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I just mention a, a YouTube... Co- so I did the companion oh, stream. <laughs> and then, by the way, he tweets it out, and he doesn't tag me, and then he, doesn't, he, he, he barely puts me and Brennan in the title. We're in the thumbnail. Listen, you'll have to talk to my social media manager I wasn't even that. in the video that about much. it. This was, no, that was yeah, the morning. about your nail. That was the morning where I was mad hungover because I had to do. I was doing multiple shots because it was the the day before yeah. I had ripped off my nail. Yeah, which you still haven't informed the Plaget audience about as well. You'll have to no, tell us about that. Oh, yeah. do I have to tell? Uh, I've told this nail story so many times no, on stream. I don't even want to hear it. It's so. What, what's the comment? Right, let me let me read out this comment. Yeah, read though, out the because comment. I uploaded the video to my YouTube channel and, and this <laughs> one's got forty seven upvotes. It says, "Not going to lie, Houston need to rebuild around Dante and Mecco because they absolutely <clears> look like <throat> the best players." And I was like, "All right, fair enough." There's a reply to it that says, "Honestly, I think keeping hydration, Linksa, Raucus, Rappel, and Jexa is worthwhile too." Oh, isn't that the rest <laughs> of the team? <laughs> and the same guy responds saying, "You realize you literally listed their starting lineup plus Raucus." <laughs> You uh, you want to save their entire start lineup and then an extra player? That's a good rebuild. That sounds like a a hydration. Hydration is somebody, uh, regardless of which way the the outlaws kind of go in the offseason and uh, whatnot, uh, is somebody I would definitely hold on to because he's proven his worth in being able to play multiple roles now. I think with in hydration's case, it's really interesting actually because I think. This hasn't been confirmed to me by talking to anyone, but what I suspect is that there's a lot of Overwatch League teams right now that have probably not got the funds to pick up additional players um, just on the basis of COVID, right? Like, I think it's safe to assume there's a lot of companies out there right now that don't have the spending power that they previously have. Maybe that's not the case with some teams, but I can definitely imagine Uh in Houston's case, there being a scenario where they're like, we really want to pick up a main tank player, but we don't have one. And Hydration is essentially building this gap for them. I would say it's not necessarily funds. I would say it's just incredibly hard to add somebody because then you're you're either in a situation like Paris with Fielder where yeah. he's playing at 4 a.m. or wherever, well, that's whatever a good time point. in South Korea. Like, like, hey, would you rather have hydration or somebody playing overnight or like 8 a.m. Yeah, no, like no, games yeah. on 200 ping? Like, I, I'd probably rather have hydration. I don't know. Like, There's no like, reason. You know, I think that's this issue. There's no reason, though, it can't be either. It can't be a situation. It can be a combination, I mean, it, yeah. It, the root of the problem is still COVID, right? The COVID is causing issues for yeah. teams, for businesses, based on just logistics and also money. I mean, there's, there could mm. be both reasons. What do you mean, Josh? I, Are you about to tell me COVID I, isn't real? No, I'm not about to tell you COVID isn't real. But I am instead inclined to argue that COVID has nothing to do with hydration being the main tank here. Yeah, I mean, so? that's just... 
Uh, well, I mean, why? Well, right. We... Go back to the beginning of the year. They had no idea that it was going to be COVID in the first place, and they sure. are stuck with. They are sticking rather with Muma, and they picked up Hydration, who they already trialed a little bit as a main tank. Yeah, who, because he was playing a bit of ball for the Gladiators as well. Now, I think that it's a ridiculous situation that they were even thinking about picking up Hydration, but... in, like when they already had Blase that they had planned to pick up in the first place. It makes no sense. Like, why didn't they just properly invest in a main tank? Because let's be real, as good as Hydration is, he's still not on the same level but as I've like heard, every uh, other main tank in the league i've heard that uh a lot of his tryouts in the offseason were on main tank that a lot of teams right. were interested in him as a main tank really well then fantastic yeah. but he's not good enough on the winston or the ryan to justify it so then he's just a bad main tank yeah. like johnny's if you remove, like why, if johnny's you remove like, how did i argument, not get a tryout if you remove the argument of him being a dps player that swapped over to the main tank you remove yes. all of the like excuses you know that you met that you very validly make for hydration like hydration's done an amazing job as a dps that moved to main tank but if he genuinely is supposed to be a main tank player then he's just not that good at anything no, but other i than think a i i, I yeah, think you guys have too high expectations like sometimes regardless how good the team is they're just gonna go pepeg and like i'm not <laughs> saying in this case that it's Pepeg to put hydration on the main tank because it's obviously worked for the Houston Outlaws. You know, they're having better results. In my opinion, <laughs> they're looking more consistent with yeah. hydration on the main tank. Oh, absolutely. But also, it deserves to be mentioned that the only public statement we've really heard is that Muma's wrist or something is like hurting, and that's why hydration is playing. Yeah, I'm I don't know sure. whether still to believe that or hydration is officially the main tank. Well, I don't know. But like sometimes this just happens. Taimu main tank. Rijia Hong main tank, yeah. swoosh. Like sometimes teams just go full prepared and they have this situation where on has. Like yes. it's just, oh yeah, absolutely. We just yeah, have to accept that every season we're going to see an unexpected main tank because <laughs> it's just how. But it just, I'll, I'll be honest, it's, it's just how guys. it works. It's the yeah. cycle of damage oh. players being on Winston. Uh, uh, no, I would say though, Johnny, I think he got picked up. And I think he got picked up and trialed as a main tank because nobody could see at that moment how Arisa was being pushed out of the meta. Is this a hot like, take? Like, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. if any team <laughs> trialed hydration as a main tank, but strictly only scrimmed with him on Arisa, and we're like, eh, that's enough. That's a main tank for they us. They probably boys. tried him on Arisa and Ball, and you're like, all right, like he can cover those. We can just use Muma and on the Rhine and the Winston. I know that some of us league teams do have very thorough scrims, but that doesn't necessarily mean the ones that trialed hydration did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Am I, I the only one who thinks hydration is so not that bad? Well, well, I don't do think hydration is bad. Okay, all right. But do you actually think... Is there, is there another what? starting main tank in the league that you think is worse at all of the heroes? Like an all-round main tank. An all-round worse main tank. I'm not saying, like, just as Arissa, but, like, the, at the Winston and the Reinhardt as well. I can't. I mean, I think you can make a case for some, yeah. For who? Like for uh, actually who? Like I can't. even if if I put if I think about the absolute like worst teams in the league, because that's a great place yeah. to start for the worst main tanks, right? You're thinking about Fusions. I think Fusions is a better main tank than Hydration is. I think he's like an all round better player. Well, like you can make okay, an argument okay, okay. for his Marissa or okay, something. Okay, okay. I, I sort of agree with you there, especially in the individual skill. Fusion is individually skilled better than hydration but main tank is such a dynamic role so I'll, I'll happily have this conversation and discussion i'm not shutting down the discussion 
but you have to keep the context in mind as well. There's so much like, team like that shot, goes in it. Shot calling, team, and oh, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because hydration has obviously helped and he like improved oh, yeah. no, in that regard. Absolutely. He's honestly an improvement to Muma. And I'm not oh, yeah, he is. I'm not, yeah. That, so, uh, as we're having this conversation, that is pretty fun, and I want to have it. <laughs> you know, we need to keep that in the back of our heads. Uh, yeah. And I, I think also the think biggest tremendous upside. Well, what's the, what's the upside? Like I think he like I think we've seen him play heroes like numerous heroes now at an Overwatch League level. I I think with time he can become a good but tank at the other this, heroes. The only way that this conversation is important whatsoever is thinking yeah. about what Houston should do next year. Like obviously they're going to stick with hydration in the short term. That's the best solution for them. But looking forward to next year, do you continue to try and invest in hydration, or would you rather pick up another main tank that you know is already you know? already competent uh, at the yeah. heroes themselves and you can try and build him out as like the the player that you need you would probably roster. use the same formula you did this year where you have hydration as like was hydration always going to be the one who was going to be the main tank this year maybe not but he was there and he was able to play flex dps's i think he he's a great lunch player i think he's a he fantastic able to play, uh, reserve player he was able to play the tanks and maybe you find a an, another option but I think you let them compete for the starting job again. Cause I think like Johnny said, like we've seen this team improve with him in the lineup. So clearly something is working, whether well, you believe you, it's Johnny made the case perfectly a... though. Huh? The, the main tank is a dynamic role. There's factors that go into it other than just what appears to be mechanical skill on the outside. Right. Okay. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not like Houston have trialed many main tanks and hydration was the one that fit. They've played with Muma forever. And as soon as they subbed out Muma, even for a DPS player, they actually saw more consistent results. Also, I, I think that is more of an but, indictment of Muma than it is hydration being mm, fantastic. He still has to play. What do you mean he still has to? Oh, well, yeah. I, I, and I'm not, at no point am I saying that hydration is god awful, but I'm saying that if you have the option in this offseason to pick up an all-round better player that can play the Ryan and the Winston at a level to match up to the other main tanks, you'll find someone that fits your team. Yeah. Hydration is not the only guy that's going <laughs> to yeah. fit the outfit. I, 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 I mean, think... you having this talk. Johnny's an actual tank over here. Well, yeah, well, you know, you're doing like the, the groundwork, like the brickwork. You're laying the framework and I'm yeah. building the, the house at the end, you know? Like you're Build laying down the bricks. Yeah. And so I think... At the end of the day, next year, when you want to decide if hydration is the main tank for you, I think you can look at several other potential pickups. Let's use Mag for an example, picking up him from cont Korean contenders. Let's say the Houston Outlaws gets the opportunity to pick up Mag. If Mag does not fit the dynamics of the Houston Outlaws, I almost at that point wonder if there's something wrong with the dynamics of the Houston Outlaws themselves and you should just prioritize picking up a superior player and then working around him. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because I, yeah. I, I think, like, if you have to, quote-unquote, settle with an inferior main tank because he fits your system, maybe there's something wrong with the system. Yeah, I think that's... But for now, short-term, for short-term, I like the Houston Outlaws, and I think they're improving, yeah. they're looking yes. better. I think yeah. the yeah. coaching has really helped this team. I like the compositions they're running. I like the substitutions. I think... Houston Outlaws are on the rise, but is hydration long-term like a great main tank for this team? Who knows, dude? They are going in a direction a lot of other teams are not going, in the positive direction. So yeah, I, I mean, hit. <laughs> the, 
they clearly have some kind of like a, a choking issue that they haven't quite figured out. I mean, there's still a huge amount of mistakes here, but it's like they're big mistakes, which is somehow better. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the, you can identify I'll, them I'll and fix you, uh, them more easily. I've yeah. been thinking about it. I'll give you a main tank who I would take hydration over. Mm. Wow. Who? Gator. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, honestly, that, that was so unexpected. That is yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, because Gator is bad. It was just the, like the unexpected upgrade. Yeah, I was I'm like, sure. what? And I was like, I was like, why are? I was like, you're giving an answer to a question we asked like eight minutes ago. Yeah, because I was thinking about it, and I was thinking there must be someone who I would pick hydration over. Wait, oh, oh, you would pick hydration over Gator? Yeah, yeah, that's what he's arguing here. I mean. The thing is, I I feel like I should have a very strong re negative but, reaction to what you're saying, but I feel like Gator and Hawk as a duo have really underperformed this season compared to yeah, my expectations are. of them. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know whether I agree with you, but I haven't paid that much attention to Gator's play, <sighs> honestly. Like aside from being underwhelmed, it's I mean, hard they, to they, judge they did as look well. pretty bad in the summer showdown because they had inferior shield spam to the Toronto Defiance because they were playing the tracer composition with Edison, right? Yeah. And so naturally, they're going to lose a bit of the shield war because Toronto had Genji and therefore have a slight advantage in that regard. But it didn't look great from Gator and Hawk. And then this week, I'm burping. They're forced to dive and it just... It didn't look particularly great as well. I think Gator struggled pretty hard against the Florida Mayhem because um, obviously the Florida Mayhem, they shut down Edison. BQB just hunted him down. That was the story of the game. Uh, but then also, Gator tried to uh, shut down Yaki as well. But because Atlanta Rain were playing this, like, Senyara Brig composition, like, the heals just weren't there for Gator to properly deal with Yaki and at the same time hold a front line. So it comes down to resources as well. I don't know if Gator... I haven't watched enough Atlanta Rain to know if mm -hmm. the system is structured around Gator to, like, feed him enough resources to be good. But it feels like... For the most part, Gator has not been, like, living up to the expectations we really had. I still think there's something there. I still have hope for the Atlanta Rain. I keep looking at yeah. this team. And yeah. trans hate this, by the way. The Reddit narrative at this point is, why are all the analysts still hyping up the Atlanta Rain? I know Sideshow isn't, but I still kind of am, because I still believe in this team. For some godforsaken reason, <laughs> I am excited about the Atlanta Rain. You are mad. Still. Yeah. yeah, I still like the line rain. I'll defend it. <laughs> they. I'm moving on. I, yeah, I'm moving yeah, this when conversation. I, when I, commit, on. I go down with the we've ship, been on, dude. We've been on tanks. We've been on Texas far too long. I'm getting Kcon. This is way too much control, analysis. You know, I, unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about let's talk about APAC for a little bit. Let's move things along. Yeah. I'm talking about Chengdu beating NYXL. What <laughs> the hell Bro. happened here? What happened I here? Watched. I watched Josh do a VOD review of this game today. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I usually just kind of maul at his opinions regardless, but then <laughs> I got more angry at the gameplay than I did at his opinions. Uh, the fact that they lose... I, I was watching Dumbani, and they were playing uh, Genji Sombra into Aemon Defensive Wrecking Ball, and they were they were like they, they were getting dove and just losing like uh, I I yeah. watched uh, Nene under the underpass Josh you remember the one where he had the uh, an opportunity to hack Molly and then just came out of stealth yeah. and started walking around underneath the bridge yeah and and they they get bladed 
and they trance and then blade at like defensive it, blade. I was like, what was in the what in the world am I watching? It it was one of these weird games where the first two maps, New York totally in control. They looked like a great team, like coordinated everything. And then Chengdu throws the ball straight at them on Havana. They can't deal with it, and they just boom themselves trying to come up with a solution. <laughs> like they, it was like one of those classic Chengdu matches where Chengdu throws something weird at you, and you fail to deal with it, and so you lose. <laughs> That's that classic was, Chengdu, I mean, though, right? They just they really they capitalize yeah. off of yeah. off off of chaos in a meta. Mm -hmm. Like if a this team's not comfortable, they will capitalize off of it every <sighs> single time. And so I came away actually with like more of a positive feeling for Chengdu than I did feeling bad for New York. Cause I feel like mm. if New York had been playing against any other like decent or any other normal team rather in APAC, then I think they would have had a pretty good showing. Like I'm not convinced they would have beaten every other team, but I think they would have looked all right. They just didn't understand how to beat Chengdu at all. Right. And that so, takes a different skill set. Well, how do you guys feel about New York though? Just, just uh, in general after this. Because because we... The, the, I'm not going to be real with you. The New York social media, they are pissed of us. They they think that we're bullying them and we're picking on them, but... From when? Okay. When, but, yeah, when, before, when did that happen? What do you mean? I mean, that was way early in the season. But before, yeah, before we get was there... It? The, yeah, it was it? It was like the first few weeks. No. Let, let me explain my theory <laughs> on why I think New York really messed up this game. So my wow. theory is that they actually practiced playing very aggressive in scrims leading into this matchup. And so when they went in with the mentality that, hey, we're going to play Winston Dive, we're going to be the aggressor, and we're doing really well when we dive in with Genji and Tracer, and like we do so much damage. Then they stumble, stumble into this server, and they recognize Among, and they realize that they're going to play against Wrecking Ball the entire match. And they fail to recognize the fact that Wrecking Ball speeds up the tempo infinitely more than a Winston can. And so New York's game plan is like, hey, we're going to be the aggressor, we're going to go in, gets countered by Among just steaming <laughs> over like a fucking freight train going yeah. max speed <laughs> and no brakes. And New York are just like in shock because their game plan is, we're going to be the aggressor. Wait, we can't be aggressive. Do we have to slow the tempo down? What do we do here? So they start playing defensive Winston into yeah. a wrecking ball. It and was it horrible. Just, as soon as they started playing defensively, it looked awful. They, yeah, it was not good. How really bad. Uh, I do wonder oh, God, though. Who are you, Dash? Um, yeah. what, uh, what I saw, I think it was a New York tweet out at the beginning of the week, or uh, it was either a tweet or they replied to somebody on Reddit. But this team was playing all remote up until this week. Yeah. So now they're all uh, in a facility uh, playing New together. York? Yes, yeah. they were they were all playing from like their home locations. They had not seen each other in months. They probably very difficult to do VOD reviews and whatnot. Uh, they're now all in the same spot. Well, so maybe it, we'll see again. that. <laughs> 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 it was better before you were in Lamb. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say maybe you'll see them get better now because they'll be able to actually do proper review and you'll have everybody in the same place. They should do. Uh, but in this theory, isn't a great obviously. first showing, is it? Obviously, yeah. <laughs> not, not ideal, not ideal. Mm. Obviously, it was a joke. I think, it was a joke. I think that New York, like, they, there is still some, there are still some fundamental problems with the way they approach the game, though, I think. Like, Jonak continues to 
play aggressive, like try and take 1v1s, demands resources. Just someone needs to slap him out of that method of play. I, I was. Do you think they focus too much on him now? They, well, that was they, what every yeah. Twitch chat viewer asked Josh the entire time oh, during really? that stream, Matt. I yeah. think they still do, though, like to some extent. It's not... It's not, I don't think it's just Jonak though. Like this defensive style of play, I think also comes from Mano and the way that he likes to yeah. play Winston or just main tank in general. But Jonak at certain points, like on, there was a moment on Night Market on the final map where he's playing Moira and he's <laughs> dueling the Genji in the back lines, like trying to 1v1 him while both of his tanks die on the point and he has coal and he's just <laughs> sucking the Genji in the back. Like he uses two fades just to duel the Genji instead of getting out and healing his uh -huh. tanks. Like, it's that kind of self-centered, I am the carry play that just doesn't make any sense apart from within some specific yeah. meta. So sometimes it looks like they're playing protect the VIP yeah. uh, with the way that how mm -hmm. defensive they play and uh, how he kind of plays his own life. It's really well, outdated. And then also, like, the fact that they even come into Havana playing dive doesn't make sense to me. Like, Havana is not a dive map. Get it out of here. If you're playing against the ball comp and you... Uh, and you're playing Genji Tracer Dive or Sombra Genji Dive at that point, like you're not playing the map properly and you're not playing your opponent's comp properly either. So there's some there's some misunderstanding of the game, I think, that come that's coming from the players and also the coaches. Let's move over and move on. <laughs> okay. Moving. Where are we going? You're the you're, you're telling us where we're going. Just letting it breathe for a minute. Dimension. <laughs> we're gonna go over to atlanta again because uh we're not really talking about the the tank line as much but this is baby bay uh obviously retired oh, that's uh, no one knows which game he's going to it's uh it's a secret it's impossible to tell it's impossible to minecraft tell. dungeons i'll break the news here could be yeah. what is your Can obsession you with minecraft dungeons to baby huh? bay Oh, oh yeah it says baby bay. yo what baby? up baby oh yo baby <laughs> yo, what's up baby Yo, I, uh, I was playing poker with a bunch of people a couple of nights ago, and everyone from every other esport was asking us, yo, is it like a big deal that Bay Bay retired? And I was like, every time they say Bay Bay instead of Baby Bay. I don't know, I, people just don't get it. I miss, uh, I miss Sinatra, I miss Corey. I'm going to miss Baby Bay a lot just because he's such a fun personality. Like, yeah. he's, just a, he's just a hilarious guy. And... Uh, all the interactions that I've had with him at like the Blizzard Arena and whatnot, uh, even like the inaugural season, uh, always just super nice. Love being a part of the league. Yeah. Uh, I remember well, there was like that bar across Street Simsies. We went there, and uh, he was telling me and Pocket about how he used to just play Halo all the time. And it was just he was just a, well, he's a gamer. He's just a gamer. Like obviously, we all wish awesome. Baby Bay the best. Did we? Did yeah. we talk about this last week? No, we didn't. I don't think it was announced. Was it? Was it wasn't it announced. announced. Yeah. Yeah. I know he said he said it was going to be his last tournament, but we people were like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah but we didn't know it officially. Anyway, yeah, I mean, obviously everybody wishes him the best. If you don't, then you kind of need to just, I don't know, reassess yourself. Um, uh, best baby bay moment. Everybody say one. Probably when he said, fuck off to me over the phone on the desk. <laughs> That was oh, pretty. Good. That was great. Um, what did, what about, didn't you do the one v one? You Atlanta? ain't shit, bro. Yeah, we. <laughs> didn't yeah, you guys he, he the said one v one with the, the 1v1 wrestling the, thing that me and him had. I've got some funny stories that came out of that, by the way. Because you remember my outfit where I was just wearing yeah. my my Bane Sherlin jacket with nothing underneath. 
And me and Baby Bay were talking it up, and Baby Bay was like, yo, let's play it up for the crowd. Baby Bay was talking to me. Like, normally, I'm the one who's saying to the pro player beforehand or something, saying, let's play it up for the crowd. Let's, like, try and get them going. Yeah. Baby Bay was saying, yo, I want to play this up for the crowd. I'm going to give you a couple of rounds. We're going to make it look close and competitive, which is true. <laughs> because let me tell you, the difference between Baby Bay and Gesture, not even comparable. Even if I got more rounds against Baby Bay, like, you can just tell that Baby Bay was toying with his food. Like toying <laughs> with his food, but this this, this event here, dude. Also, crowd was very receptive to it. I don't know why they were cheering uh, me on. They're supposed to be booing me. I'm a villain, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, when I when <laughs> I, I actually you. got to sitting down and playing, uh, Bebe was typing in the chat. We were typing a match chat to each other, and he said, "Bro, yeah. take off the jacket. Take off the jacket." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, okay, okay. You got to do it for the sportsmanship, right? For the for the showmanship." <laughs> so I take the jacket off. And immediately, shit hit the fan. Because <laughs> the, the match chat, the admins, started spamming in caps. In caps! Saying, put your jacket on right now. Put your jacket on right now. Bren, they were pleading. They were pleading with me. Saying, Bren, please put your jacket back on now. Because they were worried that they were going to get banned off of Twitch because of the nipple policy. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, had this, we had this conversation in the production truck that year because I was a talent. I oh was my God, yeah. We had, that, we had that conversation in the production truck. People were standing up like, is it TOS? No, they removed it from the TOS. Is it still TOS? Can you show nipples? Yeah, but is it, is it different from male and female nipples? I don't know. Is it there? Put the jacket out. So, yeah. uh, so I had people screaming at me and then that panicked me because you know I'm, I'm a pretty anxious guy so I, my, I, the anxiety levels just spiked in that moment <laughs> while, I'm while I'm doing this 1v1 and I'm like oh Jesus oh fuck oh god and I'm trying to 1v1 baby and I'm also trying to like make it look good but I'm panicking and baby's toying with me and I'm like this is when they're spamming me in the chat they're like put your jacket on put your jacket on okay oh this is where you oh. take it off this is where I take it off and we're like going back the and forth, back and forth. Like right to baby bay. Andre, Andre's just having the time of his life, you know? Uh, <laughs> I like the... What a legend. I like the, the, the third covers yeah. your nipples. <laughs> but yeah, baby bay, baby bay was just toying with me the entire time, but what a player. Uh, anyway, yeah. we got off track a little bit, but there you go. Some yeah. little insight into what happened in the one Oh, no, he, he's great. Yeah. I, to, to give some insight, because still, baby bay has this like... Kind of edgy Look at him personality around here. Like he's doing three sixties. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But like people have this perception that like Baby Bay is supposed to be this like mean Chad or whatever. But the reality is, I've never seen Baby Bay treat anyone poorly or like question no. them. Like you know, no. usually you have your friends that like you hang out with, you make jokes, whatever. Then there are some people that you obviously don't get along with. And then there's like the middle people where you like, you know, you say hi, you're nice, but like, they're not really your friends, but you Acquaintances. behave Acquaintances. Nice yeah, like, Baby Bay, every time I see him, he treats everyone like they're actually like they're their the brother homie. or sister. They're the home. And it's like, he will go like get lunch at the Bristol Arena or some shit and would be like, Hey, yo, dude, the one cooking up the meal, bro. You're like six shoes, bro. Like, you're, you're sick, man. And just like hype everybody up. And like, he's that. such a like, radiant personality. It's, he's just an he amazing He just loves life, man. He he's just so loves life. Yeah. He's uh, uh, I remember like uh, when Bren was just dancing alone in the, the Atlanta after party. Uh, yeah. when I, I had the video that I have when nobody was out there. Baby gets out there. He's dancing, breaking it down. They had a dance off, I think, if I remember yeah, correctly. They, they, yeah. they slayed me. 
You guys had a damn time. You slid me in a 1v1, both on the stage and off the stage. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a good event. That was a good time. Apart from the. He's actually. Of, uh, oh, anyway, I don't want to get what? too into it. Baby uh, <laughs> Bay has also been playing his best Overwatch recently. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Like, he's at his absolute peak right now when he's leaving. I mean, there's like, okay, I've been tweeting that I want Edison and Ursta to play as a duo for Atlanta because I feel like leaving Ursta on the bench is crazy. But there's no argument for me that if you want, like, the best hit scan player on the, the Atlanta reign, it was Baby Bay. Like in terms of the 100%. widow and the McCree and the Ash and that kind of stuff, like that, yeah. Put Baby Bay in, of course. Yeah, he's that good. What, what I find uh, interesting as well, I, I, I just to touch back on this kind of retirement section as well. I think it's not the end of the world for a lot of these players as well if they want to move to another game, um, like Valorant or whatever. Because I feel like if with Overwatch, there will always be opportunities for them to probably come back into the Overwatch League at Absolutely. Some point if they wanted to. Um, if they're still good, yeah. If they're still good, yeah, that's that, that's a good point. But uh, a lot of these guys are so talented, and I mean, they've been so consistently talented mm -hmm. that I find it hard to believe that they would suddenly fall off the face of the earth yeah. if they try to get back into uh, it, you know? Uh, and I think there's probably going to be a lot of fans as well that get a little bit insecure, that thought process. Like, well, if they left us because we weren't good enough, blah, 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 because they, they, I don't know, they, uh, they use Overwatch as a part of their identity. Um, but I, I don't think you should really think like that. You know, mm. I think you should just be willing to, I don't know, welcome. My, Michael back. Jordan left uh, basketball. He was pretty good when he came back. <laughs> you, yeah, what right, is up that, that might analogy? be slightly different. Huh? You use that analogy every other episode. I bet you're that not even a sports episode? fan. You're actually not even did, an actually. a fan of the NBA. I guarantee you. Uh, no, nah, I am. He's an MLB fan. That's why he loves. Yeah, Michael there's Jordan like so there's much. like only three things you would really know about me. It's like, I, yeah, I, I love the NBA. Yeah, yeah. short beard loves NBA. Those are the three things I know about Matt. Yep, short. Yep. Who's your favorite Matt player? Actually, Matt actually bragged once. Uh, wow. and this is confidential information on our leaking on stream. He oh, yeah. once bragged that he didn't know like geography because he has Google Maps, and then yeah. said, "But I can list the past fifty years of number one NBA draft picks." And treated that like as a skill that was equal but could to geography you? and knowing. Yeah, there's a spark. Yeah, and he actually did, quiz, and then he yeah. took up the app right in front of me and he started listing the number one draft picks <laughs> from NBA for the past 40 years. And he would sit in his car because what happened was we were at the Blizzard Arena, we were waiting for casters to like finish a match, you know, change wardrobe, get makeup of wherever. So we're sitting in Matt's car and he's sitting there thinking to himself, I've never seen Matt so like quiet. And just like thinking as hard as he has then, just like 1974, who got drafted number one. In the <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later, it's just like, oh, yeah, right. Because uh, I, <laughs> I can remember by teams of like the previous year, like when I see like a team who had a pick for the previous year, and then I can think of who is in the league. I can think of who absurd. is one of them past. He can do that it. That is kind of bomb. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't believe for it. the right reasons. I wouldn't have believed it unless you said, Johnny, but that is absolutely absurd. That you, yeah, even, that you have I mean, that uh, information. You, no, you guys learn a lot in these Platchet episodes. You learn a little bit about Overwatch, like that much about Overwatch, <laughs> and then you learn about uh, me being able to name NBA draft picks. You learn who about juggling. One, who was uh, the number one draft in 1990? Uh, hold on. If I... Well, wait. It's harder with other teams. Last year was Zion. Yep. Year before that... Uh -huh. I mean, if you're going to go okay. backwards from 2020, this is going to be hard. Well, 90 so, was like, 
trying to think if I had that if you gave me the team name, I could probably guess yeah, can it. Can we get the team cut? Team New Jersey Mets. Oh. Mets? In no, NBA. The Nets. 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 Oh, no. Sorry, I misheard. I don't know meat sports. I don't think Jason Williams was number one pick. <laughs> Kenyon Martin was too. Uh, he'd be screen. too young for it. Wait, wait, I mean, I can't read it. It's so small. Good. Yeah, nobody can read it. Was it Derek Coleman? It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Matt, that's, that's he was ridiculous. like a he's like a left-handed power forward. He played for like 15 years or something like that. He was never an all-star. He's never like super good. Wow. There you go. Yeah, How long did he play you. for? What does it even it's say? Insane. The left-handed. Uh, yeah. Left-handed was an effective. He can shoot power, like threes power, and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 okay, this is how confident gonna... I am in this. I I trust Matt <laughs> to not even have brought up Wikipedia. Kurt like, wants to do one more year. Kurt wants to do huh? one more year. Uh, let's do the year two thousand. Let's go up in ten. Okay. What what was the team? Two thousand. What was the team? Oh, yeah, we're getting it. We're we're pulling it up. Sorry. New Jersey. Nets again. Wait, really? Again? Yeah, it's uh, That's quite a coincidence. Let's see. <laughs> I don't think Matt is googling it. When he go no. he doesn't have the look of yeah. Google in his eyes. He's he's trolling through the mind palace of NBA information. <laughs> so there's right like now. uh, because I'm trying to think backwards, because they make the NBA Finals with Jason Kidd, and I believe it's in the early 2000s. Who is it, Kurt? And, uh, is it Kenyon Martin? Yeah, what is it, it is. Is it Kenyon oh Martin? Oh my god! <laughs> Kenyon Martin, yeah. He went to, uh, he, played, well, he played at the University of Cincinnati. Well, wow. That was the college you went to, right? Unbelievable, He, was, he yeah. played for Cincinnati, yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. That's absurd. That, that's there actually astounding. I can't believe that. That is absolutely astounding. Wow, that's really magic. So, it's what do we? So cool. What it's do we so, think of? It's uh, such a relevant skill, but it's so cool. Yeah. What do we? Th what it's do we so think then of the Atlanta Reigns look then post Baby Bay? Because I, I think they've fallen into the perfect meta if they were going to be running Ursula uh, uh, and Edison. Okay, so I uh, I want to say so we we talk about how good Shax is on Tracer, right? Like, I think Edison needs some more love on his tracer. When you look at the stats, they are basically identical. And Edison even leads Shaxx in a lot of those categories. Where I think also it's much harder for Edison because the team has not really played well around him in regards for him to be able to do that. Uh, what I worry about and what we saw from them this weekend, they didn't even play Ash at all. No, no, just Tracer well, Genji. I wouldn't like, be worried about We still about don't that. know. Yeah, you have to. We still don't know how they replace Baby Bay. We didn't really learn much of anything at all in regards to that. Uh, all we know is that they were playing Tracer Genji and they never even tried to play some kind of Ash composition. Uh, they, they had no look for it. Mm -hmm. So I wonder how that develops over time. I think that Edison's stats are better because Atlanta has been 3 nilling people. And I think that actually he hasn't won many Tracer matchups actually this entire year. So, so the one like against BQB, he, he got he got owned. 
against Yaki, right? Uh, well, I'm if you watched a lot oh, of that game. Come on. Oh, that yeah. was not fair. Because they played he against BKB, counter. right? Like, yeah. their entire tactic was to shut down Edison. That was not a straight yeah, up one one. But also, I mean, earlier on in the league, I think, uh, didn't they play against the, yeah, the Houston Outlaws and Dante Roll? I think Dante around. really did a nice job, yeah. Um, um, and like he didn't get a chance to play against Shaxx, but I feel pretty confident I mean, that Shaxx yeah, well, was... I mean, is Edison top three in the league? No. Is he a great tracer? Yes, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's been performing well. I think it's got to be Edison, though, that picks up the Ash Widow kind of stuff. I don't think so. I think Sharp could do that if they wanted to. Oh, you think they'll put I... Sharp on that? No, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think they will. You know, I, I cannot foresee what coach brad is going to do but i think that edison has been so stable in his current tracer role that i feel like i mean they could just play ash Tra or ash genji like put urster on the genji and then put edison on the ash i mean it depends on like what lineup you want to run like yeah. hero picks but mm -hmm. in general i mean just the exact same shit coming out from the atlanta rain though they what? three nil a team that's struggling and then they lose to a team that's not struggling they played back to back. Entire I can make a ton and of excuses. They, they played back to back, and then I also think Florida looked really good. Yeah. Well, uh, they, they just had a series. game plan because they Where... saw what Atlanta did and countered it. Yeah, I don't Josh, think you many... read into it too much. Right. How many other teams with the way that Atlanta uh, was playing this weekend would they have lost to? I don't think there's uh, many, personally. I think, like, they... Like, I think they would have lost to Florida, Philly... Paris and the Shock, probably. I think they looked pretty good to beat some of the other teams. Valiant with Shacks, they would have lost. Val Valiant, Valiant with yeah. Shacks, Valiant oh, yeah. probably. Shacks, Valiant they would have made improvements. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, Valiant with Shacks. Yes. Shacks. I think that uh, there's. I I don't think that you can be confident that they would beat Houston or Dallas, though. Even though they those teams look shaky, like they just haven't beaten competent teams. They, but they, they beat Valiant. But the Valiant were playing without Shaxx. Like, they didn't look competent. They, they, they were the same as they were in the Summer Showdown. Like, a bit of a mess. Right. A, a bit all over the place. How good did Yaki yeah. look, by the way? Just to bring that back real quick. He's I think BQB player. looked really good on the Ash. And then D Gargoyle just... Uh, he, that guy is sick. Well, it's one thing to be good at the Ash, but it's another thing to play that comp well as correctly. Because Valiant tried yeah. to run it, and KSP was having fantastic moments on the Ash. But then... Florida, I think they played a lot more aggressively, which, which I think they're the I'm only here. team that we saw play the comp correctly. The, the Ash comp and win. No, yeah. this Genji Ash. Everybody else, yeah, everybody else basically when they saw Ash would commit to the dive and eventually roll it. Uh, I was talking about this during the cast. It was like Florida was the only team all weekend that really played the Ash against dive and was able to win. Because in the series with the Valiant, they committed to the Ash the entire time, and then Lana was able to dive them consistently and win the series. Uh, uh, it, Florida just looked on another level with it. They yeah, did look very I, good. I think they played, I it, am, played it properly. I am curious, though, what would happen if Atlanta played more aggressively. Because I, I, yeah, I'm still true. on the train thinking that Florida Mayhem had the most optimal play conditions this weekend. They saw what Atlanta Rain were doing, they yeah. countered it by playing probably the composition that they did in scrims and then just applied a tactic and it worked out. But what stood out to me was that Atlanta Rain players were so disappointed in their own performance and obviously felt like 
they could have played better if they had boarded more aggressively. But, Pretty much all the players came out and were like, yes. we didn't play aggressive enough. But, had the they played more they aggressive, did. like they did on Route 66, this could have been a different series. I don't want to take anything away from the Florida Mayhem, <laughs> but I'm interested to see how the compositions like square no, off against each other if the dive compositions place you're 100 right Jenny. A tracer. Uh, on yeah. route 66 like uh after during the halftime when i was talking with mitch about it all they did the first few maps in lana is because it worked against the valiant to be fair uh is that you sink edison in to try and just dual bqb bqb was able to defend himself off and then he would coach gun away and like Gator or Erster, there was nobody there to meet him at that position without a movement ability and put pressure on him for the first two maps. They did that on Route 66 and they rolled them. And then they just didn't do it on the fourth map. Uh, so I definitely think with more aggressive play, uh, it could have been a closer series, without a doubt. Do you address um, the elephant in the room or you want to keep on this topic? What's, what's the elephant in the room? What's the elephant, Brent? Well, you want to talk about it? Well, we don't know elephant? what it is, so... T-Mobile? Super's Genji. Oh. Super's hey! fucking Genji. Is Super's Genji actually good? Because I... I'm of the opinion of no. Why? Because he Wait, played do we against... want to announce what we're doing first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just... Go on, then. Um. Yeah. So, tomorrow, if you tune in at the exact... Wait, no, not the exact same time. An hour Wednesday. later. Yeah, Wednesday. but when this, when this comes out, it'll be Tuesday, so it will be tomorrow. What yeah. do you mean? We do this live. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wednesday, 11 a.m. PST. Well, Convert it to your time zones. It's not that hard. Wednesday? Wednesday, yep. The day after Tuesday. We're going to do a live review of Super's Genji. We're going to do a YouTube live stream on the Platchat channel where we look at Super's Genji. Unfortunately, Super can't be there to join us, but we are going to do an in-depth rewatch of the master at work. Okay, but few things to consider here. Uh, yeah. Few things to what? consider. Just a couple of things. Just a couple of things to add to the uh, to the list. Um, played against Boston. Yeah. Who were playing Reaper, Genji, Moira, Lucio composition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is, dude. Dude, this, dude, this, this stat card triggered the shit out of me. <laughs> When I Why? saw this on the Combo Watch subreddit, because those goddamn armchair analysts are so hypocritical without even realizing it. They're like, oh, the analysts, are, I hate how they always cherry pick stats, blah, 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 blah. What the fuck are you doing here? This is the, <laughs> this was the most upvoted post on competitive Overwatch. These dumbasses picking out specific <laughs> stats from specific <laughs> matches when Super played against the goddamn Boston Uprising. You dumb fucks. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I totally agree. The what? Super... He was good. No, Matthew. He I... was good. I had to tweet this, Matt, because when I heard you say this on broadcast, <laughs> I, knew, no, I knew you were going to read this. I nearly lost it. Matt said at some point, bro, if you, if you took the name off, you might not be able to tell if this, if this was Architect or Rascal. And I, I like, as my little armchair analyst Twitter brain just crawled out of my eyeballs, I was forced to type, Matthew believes that this is the same as Architect or Rascal. Get the fuck out of here. Bird, have you seen Architect play the Genji for Hangzhou? It hasn't looked that good. It has. It has looked Actually, good, Actually, it looked really good this super week. on Hangzhou and they'd be just as good. It has looked good. I I, think, I, th I don't think it was that good. Like, even... Did you see the message why? between him and Space? 
No, what was that? Was Space oh, Aston? Is it is, is Space Ars Super? Is it you playing Genji in the scrims? It wasn't. Oh, even, it right. was on. It was on Space's Instagram story like two days ago. I think he didn't post right, it. Right. Dude, he said, "Is it?" He said, "Is it you playing the Genji in scrims?" And Super was like, "No, I don't know what you don't know what you're talking about." And then Space is like, "Do you fuck? We are farming you." <laughs> I, I think didn't that think it was bad. I think you can tell that he. All right, he's not confident taking duels. He takes a long time to figure out what he wants to do at all times. Like he's not quick to make his decisions on the hero. He's clearly not comfortable, uh, but he is really smart. Like his positioning, he just goes in, gets the dashes. Yeah. Like he's never, uh, he's never extending himself further than his mechanical abilities. I would allow. say go back and watch match uh, map three. The first two maps, he was like a little hesitant at times. Map three, he was like making plays. He was way more That's aggressive and played way more open. I, yeah, on Route 66. Uh, like he was doing a nice job, like sitting in front of their spawn door, spawn camping. Uh, do I think he's the best Genji in the league? Nah, I love you, Super, but I just don't think so. Do I think in a combination, like let's say they did tryouts, right? And, and he looks the best. With the striker and Smurf and Choi and Violet, do they need a Genji to just run around and dominate? They just need somebody who's who plays pretty safe with the yeah, dive. Of course, which is argument number one. If they want to win Countdown Cup, yeah. yes, Matt, but the, they need a the, Genji. The question do is, like, do, do they, they actually? Wait there, wait there. Let's take can a look. Can, can, can you not do this? I think with the power of Striker Tracer and the coordination of the shock, they might get away with winning against good teams with Super. Are you? Are you? What? Or have you I inhaled? Agree, I agree what, as well. In, in the Lord's agree as name, well. Jesus burning we, we bushes have you inhaled? <laughs> I'm in, not saying that If you good. believe that this team can beat Philly or Paris Eternal and get away with it. I think they How can. Maybe. You, you're, you're saying that San Francisco's five are better than Paris Eternals six no, or because he's better not, than no, Philadelphia six. He, he no, he's not just to win the game. All right, he's not feeding and he's not yeah. making horrible decisions. He is just playing like the most basic, all brain, no aim version of Genji that you possibly well, would you, can. I, 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 what? If you if you honestly believe, yes, I'm not saying that Super Skenji is bad. I don't think Super Skenji was particularly bad. He minimized his mistakes. He played pa passively. Yes, I agree with you, Josh. It was solid. It works against bottom teams. But if you honestly believe that believe. this team could be the best team in the world with Super Skenji and win a tournament, yeah. It depends if the shot have better team coordination and striker yes. is dominant, <laughs> then I actually kind of do. Like, oh, Johnny, I think Johnny, would you, this is an yeah, insult Johnny, would you rather to have... every professional player in the overall no, it's not. Would you think about other esports, though, Johnny. Many other esports have had, like, one player that is just poo and have still won championships. Like, sometimes you look back and you're like, holy shit, like, that guy is normally, like, the IGL or shot caller or something who's just ass at mechanics, but they still manage to win championships. I feel like this is almost what we've got, well, like, right would here. You, would you rather have... Like, you already have Striker and Smurf and Violet. Would you rather have a Genji who takes a lot of risks and feeds and could lose you fights, or somebody who plays really safe and coordinated with the team? I'll, I'll be real with if, you guys. If San, Francisco, if San Francisco Shock win the Countdown Cup, I will shave my head. 
uh, specific with Super Skenji. With Super Skenji. With Super Skenji. With Super Skenji that time series. Yes. Uh, okay. But here's my <laughs> argument. I think that what? Shock is so good in that team environment that you, is Super Genji actually good is the question. I, ca I cannot I say. I cannot is it say. I think, I think that Shock would have won if I was playing Genji for them. No, no, because you would have fed no. and they would have genuinely yes. been playing 5v6. No. That's the key. No. It's yes. like Super plays really smart, but I wouldn't have you fed. would have fed. You would have I would not giga have fed. fed. Nope. nope. I, and I, we mean, are, I think there's only might... one way to settle this. I think there's only one way, and this is a direct call out to Brett. I think there's only one way to settle this, and this, this is a Bren versus Super 101 Genji matchup for a contract. To round out the <laughs> suffering San Francisco squad. I'll be real with you. Is gone. Architect is gone. Uh, the player super, is in super need would, for the shock would shred Bren. Absolutely play not. Play for a contract. I mean, I also, also, by the way, can't fucking play games at the moment, can I? So. Unlucky mm, then. But, they wouldn't um, have won with you. But when oh, I sorry, had my hand intact. When I, when I had my hand intact and Super was playing Genji on a regular basis on stream. I came into his chat and I said, Super, listen. Anytime you want a one v one, son. Anytime you want a bit of a bit of a warm up, you hit me up. Do you know what he did? Fucking egoed me, didn't he? Of course he did. No, he egoed me in the chat. Do you know why? There's no reason to. Because he's scared. Well, yeah, because his mechanics aren't good. Like he's not going to be dueling people in games. There's no way he's going to be taking duels against other. But he doesn't games. Not... need to though. Does he know he'd lose? Oh, he might at some point though. Like he needs to get into position for these dives. So I can see. I mean, if they if they did play against top teams, I think there's a chance that Shock. Do you think he'll? Do you think he'll play Genji? Do you think he'll play Genji against Florida? Is that who they're playing next? Yes, right. Uh, I believe so. I believe they have two matches. Uh, if anyway, listen, we're gonna get down to the root of this. Fucking licking toads. Yeah, we are. <laughs> this is unbelievable. We're gonna get down to the root of this on Wednesday. On Wednesday yeah. with the live stream where we're gonna do a live review of Super's Genji. Now I I yeah. don't know if I ever agree to this. I might be busy, you know, I might have stuff on, so I don't know. You're not busy. Uh, you, you definitely agree to it. We talked about it today. We'll see. Anyway, I, I actually I wasn't there for that. Anyway, let's move on. Well we're gonna talk about the uh the, the twenty twenty grand finals announcement that happened. Um which uh they just announced what the format for the grand finals. It's gonna be um happening yeah, yeah. in a LAN environment, presumably. Is it? Yeah, I believe it's a LAN environment. No. No, they no? said that it was going to be a. Uh, no, so they're traveling to the same area. Okay. Region, yes. Region. Okay, so maybe not a land, but they will be playing from the same city, which will minimize well, the reduce lag. the lag. Yeah. Yeah, the same area as well. I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. They're planning Mars in advance. That you know, at the moment, I think aren't all foreigners banned from entering China right now or something? And you have to be in a 14-day quarantine for Korea. Like, it's yeah. it's still yeah. a bit up in the air. They're they, trying to keep things loosey-goosey for now. But it's it's more likely that it will be occurring in Korea just on the basis that they've got their shit together. I when mean, it comes I assume to COVID. so, but who knows? You would assume so. Uh, I think it's the best solution because I think people would have been unhappy. I don't think people would have been unhappy. I think people would have understand the circumstances if there was just, like, two different champions this year. Uh, but we are getting the best out of this. Like, we are going to well, get one singular champion. Yes, and it exactly. is cross-region play. It's what we're all and, looking for. And yeah, mind you, be fire. Uh, Blizzard, like, in all of these sports, right? They don't really have, like, LAN with Battle.net, right? Like, you still have, like, it's like kind of like a, uh, uh, 
a created land like private area it is still like, land. So, i mean it is land but it's the ping i did still think they get like some ping on it no no i don't think so it's a it's a lot oh, right. johnny you played on it what is it like i'm still boomed i haven't listened to a single word i'm just sitting oh. in silence it is, okay it's definitely loud uh, right but uh i feel like having them all in the same area will still be a better gameplay experience oh, than like what we have yeah. in na or whatnot like well, yeah, it'll no, still be better you're going from, it'll be you're close going, especially if it's in korea the ping is going to be uh, like five right that's what i was kind of getting at it's going to be yeah. the ping is going to be minimal it's going to be like what 10 or 5 or something yeah, along it, those and lines. At that point, like, it's, it's like such a small difference. It's really so close to anyway, it. Yeah. Super all sick. 20 teams are going to be in the playoffs, which I think mm -hmm. is super yes. important. Uh, you know, all, at least they all have a chance to be able to get into the playoffs. I think there's going to be mean, some like great. knockout games or qualifiers or something for the, yeah. for the 13 teams in yeah. uh, North America. But oh. it's absolutely necessary because some of these teams have just, like Chengdu, for example, the last team in Asia, but they've just beaten New York, so you can see right. in Asia that it's all over the place. I also like as well, we get the final four uh, that go to the uh, kind yeah, of just... final type of thing, mm -hmm. and it's a double limit, like a, almost like one like GSL type of bracket, right? So you'll get to see the best in NA versus the best in APAC, uh, which I, I think has kind of been a discussion all year of which there's, one's better. There's a chance that it is just a roll all the way to the finals. What do you mean? For one side, for one meta to, to be the supreme meta, I think there's a chance of that. Because you've got to think as well that the, there's, there's already differences in the meta in the way that teams play uh, right now yeah. on the patches. It's been like that for weeks now. Um, that's still going to be the case. But the difference is those teams that are playing in the playoffs will not be able to scrim against teams with those play styles because of the ping differences. So you're going to well, find... A scenario, what's, yeah. Well, I think that it's, okay, so if you're, a t say, say the finals happen in, in Asia, in Korea or something, right? And you're an American team. You are going to be traveling over there and you'll have like jet lag and quarantine and whatever that might be like downsides to it. But your positive side is if your meta is better, then the local teams can't really practice against any other good teams. Yeah. But if their meta is better, you can learn directly from like all of the Korean contenders teams, the other owl teams yeah. that might still be trying to put mixes together and that kind of stuff. So like traveling over to another region is almost an advantage in terms of preserving your meta. Because mm -hmm. you can learn from them, but they can't learn from you. Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, I, I think that's a great way to look at it. And I, I, but I'm just saying, guys, I'm going to set you up. Could be a one-sided finals. Could be. I mean, I all of our finals so far have been mega one-sided. So anything yeah, it's that's not a role is fantastic. Anything that's a it's little not bit an closer. incredibly hot take, yeah. Yeah, but all good changes and good announcements are all around. Let's move on. If no, nobody else wants to add anything, no, Johnny's still booed. Yeah, this still this next amazing. section, um, I'll be real with you guys. I'm just gonna stay out of this one. Uh, it's the week twenty-five power rankings. Um, Why are you staying out mm. of it? Oh, because maybe I may have missed a game or two on the first week of uh, first day of matches. And, you would uh, never. Well, oh, well I, I have a valid excuse. I have a valid excuse. Uh, my body didn't function. Oh, okay. So, well, did you, you say you were hungover previous in the episode? So hungover. Yeah. <laughs> so so hungover. Uh, yep. And so I kind of just watched the games, um, but was really just kind of 
thumbing and ahhing over my finger, and then I went to the doctors. I went to urgent care while the matches were going. Uh, so, yeah. so really, it, it's not going to be much different than any other time we do power rankings. You're completely right. So let's put shock at number one, and let's move on. Oh, I, I meant in terms of, like, your contribution to them. Yeah, I mean, that's my contribution every week, is being one of the people who's fighting for shock to be number one. Who who is I actually no, shock no, 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 to no, be no, number no, one? Why are you putting yourself down, Bren? I think you're one of the pillar pillar pieces of this power ranking segment because you're the contrarian and you help us reach good conclusions. You bring out the analysis. You're fulfilling your host role. Anyway, Ooh. let's move. Are you uh, confusing the Houston Bren outlaws, for Josh? Houston Outlaws. <laughs> let's move them below the Dallas Fuel. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's reasonable. Atlanta. Okay, Valiant. Valiant. I would yeah. say Atlanta move up, but yeah. I would expect Valiant to be better than them. I think you so, have to put Atlanta above them, though, for now. They beat them. Yeah, Atlanta is above Vancouver. Before Valiant figured stuff out, so... Here's the thing, uh, though. Uh, I, okay, this, this is going to be controversial. This is going to be controversial, but I think wow. I would still put Valiant above Atlanta. Even though they've lost to them, because I think on day two they play when they played Shacks on the Tracer and they were playing the, the Genji Tracer compositions, I would have thought they would have beaten Atlanta. I think it would have been really close, but this you can't is, say for sure. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but this is the kind of controversy you need. <laughs> I, no, I think, I think you got no. Atlanta above. I think. <laughs> yeah. well, it was worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I well, get what you mean, Brent, but they did, like, the Valiant played against Boston, so of course they're going to look amazing. Yeah. And um, even and though it, I do think it would have been close, you can't take away what actually happened. One thing I want to say is, uh, we didn't get to see them play this week, but I am so excited to see Philly play in this meta. With, like, a yeah. Carpe, Tracer, EQO, Genji, and then a Sato back on Winston, maybe oh, Fury really? on, like, the Diva and the Sigma, and then Alarm on Zen. I think Philly's going to be... Philly has a potential to be crazy good this meta. What about uh, Gladiators over Toronto? Because I know that mm, I know mm. that everyone I know that Toronto made the top four in the summer showdown, but their slow style of play, I, I'm gonna be honest, I hate oh it. God. I feel like it just can't win against the top team. And the Gladiators looked good recently. I know that the Gladiators have looked shocking for a while, but they made large improvements in this last week. They actually look like they know how uh, to play the game again. Well, I don't I, love I, the move. I'm not going to fight it, though. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a bit... I don't want to say... I mean, Toronto... Would you feel robbed as a Toronto fan? Yeah, that, that's I feel the thing. Like I feel like every time of... that Toronto fans tune into this show, they feel robbed. This is I going don't... to be a very disrespectful, disrespectful opinion. Uh, I like I it. Think, oh, I, I think that the, the hero pool helps the gladiators more like uh, how do i frame this even like what do you mean they they were like like the hero pool came in orissa got removed and it helped gladiators become a better team more than they actually like did improve on them on themselves oh yeah that makes yeah sense? yeah it, it got like, rid of their weakest heroes and put them on their best heroes yeah 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 i can't talk sorry it's been a long day I, I agree with you. Okay. they've always looked better in that situation yeah i'm but, fine with toronto being above them are I you sure like... yeah, let's give a w to toronto I don't know. I think if you're a Gladiators fan, you're probably going to get a little bit pissed off at that. Well, they only beat no, the Titans. Well, then you just put them down again. Yeah, I mean, they beat the Titans. They right? have it's looked not... pretty shocking recently. The Gladiators they lost good, to Washington. But... They lost to Boston. That was like over a month ago, but still. They lost to Boston, dude. They should be below the Defiant. 
But that was over a month ago. <laughs> that was a they while ago. They lost to Boston. They should be below the about the bottom three here? Oh, ain't no change in the bottom three. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sorry. You just can't change the bottom three, can you? Boston just got yeah. rolled oh. twice. But I'm, I'm kind I of sad. So I, I just... I, I want to say about the Washington Justice. I was pretty hard on them this past weekend. And I want to say that the only reason I was so hard on them was because I thought that they found the recipe for success with what they played in the Summer Showdown. They were pretty aggressive. They had two Bondi Genji. They went in. They took space. And then everything just God. went out the window when Josh they played the tournament the fight. They were actually pretty close. Sorry. Uh... Yeah, they did play Toronto. Yeah, they played Toronto. Yeah, no, like, they, they did look. They did they look played, good on Ilios. Like wait, that was a close map. They were in the comfort roles. Yeah, it was Toronto. Yeah, uh, yeah. and they had Roar on Winston, John on Diva. They, the Stitch trouble was, was popping off. with that game was it rotted my brain. I hated it. It was yeah. like what straight up the worst series I've I've casted. And it was, it was really one of the most boring series I've watched as well. It reminded me of just Justice from last year, where they were just hopeless. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't <sighs> a good match. Anyway, yeah, you literally. I, I was gonna say, sideshow literally said on the official Overwatch League broadcast that Washington were entertainment thieves. <laughs> it's like on the official <laughs> broadcast of the league, you were like, slightly, ah, entertainment mean. thieves." That's what the people yeah. need to know, though. They need the real. You know? uh, does anything change yes. in APAC? No, sorry, ignore APAC. I've got a bit. I've got a, a very controversial opinion. Okay, okay. okay. you're okay. just saying shit to say shit now. Billy at number one. But come the fuck, they didn't play. play. Yeah, I know. Hold on. Uh, hold, hold I think Philly fuck. needs to be oh, at no, number shut, one. Shut the, shut the fuck up. Last week, uh, uh, when we did the power rankings. And they got second in the in the in the, the the summer showdown. I was like, oh, they should maybe be number one because of what they've done the whole year, whatever. And everyone was like, no, that's dumb. You were like, oh, there's no way we can put them in number one. And now, without having seen them play at all, you're willing to concede to my argument from no. last week nope. that nope. they should be number one. No, I've been given new information. And I have processed it, and I have come to the conclusion that I think Philly would be the best team in this hero pool out of the I, top three. I, I agree. I think I Philly. Think they, they would be able to adapt. They would be able to play the Tracer Genji comps and intertwine it with the. And Ash they can Tracer play comps, Ash comps Ash, as well because yeah. And I think they would be able to do it quite well uh, compared to Shock and compared to Paris. So you want us to guess? Yep. That Philadelphia Fusion will be the best team next week. And then when the hero pool is gone, you want us to remove them because it won't uh, be the same matter. I just so can't believe. guessing for them to be number one for one week. I, and then when they I, go back because there's no uh, I argued, I argued for this based off of facts and you said no. And now just a, a shot in the dark. Oh yeah, it's not I, a think shot it, in the dark, I think they though. could be. We know that Carpe is very good at hit scan. We know he's a good tracer player as well, and we also know that they've been looking pretty good with the Genji comps, like Ikio's Genji. You don't uh, guess these things. What about I don't this? think it's a shot would, in the dark. I I feel pretty confident that Philly will be a better team than Paris. Do you though? I actually 
Wow, I think that's a bit of a hot take. But what if you, but what if, uh, well, I, I I was going to say, but what if Philly was number one, Paris was two, and Shock was three? Get the fuck out of here. Come on. This is just pure I'd, speculation. I'd be down for that. I'd actually be down for that. It's pure speculation. Well, what, what, yeah, of course. But, but it's, this but is, no, it's not, of course. It's, but it's but, not but of that course. is what the purpose no. of this is. Is this not? No. Is this not to no. see what we are looking into in the future? <laughs> What the okay. fuck, dude? Paris should be impressing you. They've been playing comps that aren't yeah. just sparkle carrying, and they've been performing really well. Like the the Hagfist comps have all been executed mm -hmm. really well. I they they've integrated soon very nicely into the lineup. Their uh, kind of brawl stuff has all been good. I, they they're the most well rounded of the top three teams okay. right now. And okay, let's I can see. I can see. Well, Brent just started an argument for no reason. He's like, "How can I start an argument? Let me let me tell them that the team that didn't play should be number one." I concede. I concede. You guys, you guys have got it. You guys have got it. All right, let's talk about APAC. Yep. Spark number three. No. So interesting. Look Honestly, at that. They went from. It was one match. Honestly, number three. Put 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 Shanghai and Guangzhou in their own thing, and put everybody else in the Chengdu zone. Mm, okay. Is that fair? Who do, you, who do you have above Spark? Like, I don't think you put Seoul there. You can't put New York there. No, yeah, you kind of have. Well, okay, okay. So, okay, so we come out. We have one. They, uh, oh, we, have, we have a weekend full of upsets. Okay, it's literally chaos. The the world is on fire because all the good teams lost in the first round of the Summer Showdown. We come onto Plat Chat. We, we're looking forward to this power ranking segment. The whole community is awaiting this prophetical, <laughs> monumental, staple pillar segment in the best show in the Overwatch community. And uh -huh. Sideshow comes in and he says, I don't think we should read into it too much. Literally, the next week, new meta, teams are pretty ill-prepared because it's a messy hero pool. Sideshow comes in. Let's put Hang Chao at number three yeah. that have been sucking ass <laughs> for the past what... month so no, much that you're hesitated to even believe that the architect <laughs> is, is even good the in the first showdown. place. Uh, but they, you know... they, they haven't sucked. They had two weeks of sucking. They, the rest they of really it, sucked in those two weeks. They really sucked. But, but I will... I'll, listen, Josh, I'll back you up here a little bit. Which the might fucking be... king of recency bias is back. This might you be absolute pay. This might be pretty bad, but we've seen Hongzhou <laughs> do this before. Think back to 2019. Think back to the structure of this team and how they were trying to cement it until they finally settled on Gushui. And it took them a bit of time to get themselves with some stable foundations. I think the yeah. same has happened with the introduction of QOQ and Architect. I think they just needed a bit of time to integrate those players into the calling structure, sure. and but they need a lot of time to be fair because you're you're uh, working with a, with two different languages. You're 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 overcomplicating this. The the no. top two teams between Shanghai and Guangzhou are going to continue to beat the crap out of those teams, and then those five teams on a random thing are just going to continually beat each other in a round around circle, and we're just going to keep moving random teams to that third position for the rest of the time. Okay, that's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Time. This is my time. I Chengdu will beat like Hangzhou, and then Hangzhou, Chengdu will beat three. Yeah, I mean. I am pleading to everyone watching on YouTube, please leave a comment down below, because I'm wondering if I'm going actually mad trying <laughs> to subscribe power the rankings bell. with these guys. Subscribe and hit the bell too. Leave subscribe a comment down below bell, yeah. and tell me whether 
these fools are actually correct in that Hang Chao no. should be number three. Because I feel like I feel I feel like my sanity is like slowly like spilling out of my ears and it's like wet and I just have to go wipe this dreadful well, slope off because I cannot sit through is, this Johnny, chair and listen to this any longer. Who do we put above them? Other than Shanghai yeah. Guangzhou. Uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter because whoever we put above them is gonna lose to like London and then you're gonna be like, oh I well, think hey, we Hangzhou, gotta move these people up like But I think Hangzhou would beat all those teams that are that are above. I think they'd have really close games against New York and maybe yeah. one. I don't know, man. New I'm York like, New York's I, loss was a one off. Uh I'm inclined to agree. New York yeah. needs to go down. Down? Yes. No, no. Like, oh it was, it was my, a one-off. Th th this they is... got Chang dude. Yeah, I think they, they should got... be above Seoul. <laughs> Chang dude, we, we need, need to start. Mute, we need to start putting some respect during this segment. We need to start putting some respect on the name of Chengdu. <laughs> yes, this <laughs> is the screenshot I want to see posted. <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> no, I think I'm actually surrendering. I am waving the white flag. I, I will think... no longer take part in this dude. segment. What are we doing here? I think New York need to be no last. What have we had? No. Shut up! Shut up! As much as ZP and Wolf can mold about New York just falling to pieces, they just got classic Chung dude. They yeah. just got upset by the Chung Du hunters. It's a classic move. The Chung Du have done it to many, many dude, teams. It doesn't mean you had. You just got upset. No, no. New no, York no, plays no. Guangzhou this week. Uh, but, okay, so the question is between New York and Hangzhou for third spot. Like, I assume, Johnny, that you still want New York to be at number three then. I, I, I refuse to participate in this segment anymore. I'm okay with New York being three or four. I, I'm okay with either one. The reason that I think that Spark... The reason I will accept the recency bias this week as being truth rather than just recency bias is that... You expect when teams integrate new players for there to be like a downswing and then them to figure shit out. And I think this is Spark figuring shit out. I don't think this is a random upswing. I think this is the beginning of where we're going to see the Spark for the rest of the year. It's like a competent team. They can play dive and they can play. It wasn't like they just played only one meta this week as well. They played dive really well and they played Reinhardt Century comps really well. And, and they beat a sole dynasty that weren't shitting the bed. So... I feel all right about Spark. I feel like they should be at number three, but I'm ac I'll accept number four. If we want to be non-recency bias Randys, we can put New York and then Spark. I give up. I, 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 I'll say let's, let's put Spark and then New York. Yeah, now. I give up. You, can, you guys can do whatever the fuck you want. And I think Chengdu still stay in last place, by the way, despite playing well this week. Yeah. Because they've just had weeks of being dreadful. I agree. Yeah. All right. Solid. Johnny's checked out. This is. Uh, uh. Am I supposed to? <laughs> what am I supposed to do now? Hmm? I don't know. What's up next? Oh, so what's goddamn the, prediction. We always have. We're gonna go through oh. these predictions quick now. And I'm. What, what was the? What was the? What is the first match? I don't even know. Oh, look at this. Ooh, actually. Wow. Okay. Ch Ch Chengdu, look, Chengdu only goes to the Chengdu zone and sucks somebody in every once in a while. You don't think so, they can do it twice in a row? No, no, I don't think so. I think their magic is only good for uh, a little bit, 
they run out of some mana, dude, they're not able to regen, and then they're done. Interesting, because I thought I was going to be the only one going for Chengdu here. I thought really. My, I thought me and Bren might end up doing it, but that was it. But Johnny I surprises win the, uh, me. I won. I won the only one last week where I was on the one side of things, and then I got it right. No way, Johnny. Why? Yeah, which one was it? I think you maybe over Valiant. Yeah, I think so. Why, Johnny? Um, because I think that Chengdu uh, are back in their vanilla flavored kind of style where they mm. play super aggressive. I think that this hero pool really suited them because there's no Orisa, etc. They really looked like they play with confidence, aggressively, ruthlessly. I think that Seoul generally has been a team that struggles to adapt. I still think Seoul Dynasty is a great team, um, but I can see them struggling to deal with the chaos that Chengdu brings to the table. And I think ultimately you will kind of have to rely on Profit playing maybe Sombra to try to shut this team down. Uh, which, you know, I, I am the first one to promote Profit's name and believe mm. in him. But I, you know, when you're seeing Soul Dynasty struggle with their front line, whether they're playing Gesture or Michelle and um, Marvel, uh, then they have to decide between their damage players who's going to play the Genji. Is Illicit going to come in? Is Profit going to play it? Who's going to play a Sombra to counter Wrecking Ball? Is uh, Sombra even countering Wrecking Ball anymore? You're naming That's off every hero we... in the, in the yeah, game well, right now. There's so many things that go into this strategically for Soul Dynasty that I think Chengdu uh, Hunters will just roll in and just fuck him up. I What's also refuse um... to pick Chengdu because uh, I had to stay up till 5 o'clock in the morning to cast a game in APAC where Genji was dominant and they didn't play Jinmu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, uh, uh, yeah. They, did that. they did this time. Let's let's switch it over. What do we? What was the next one? Oh, this is an interesting one. <laughs> well, okay. No is surprises. It, uh, <laughs> is it? Uh, it's nah. the number one team right now in the world. Dude, Philly. Uh, uh, look, I, I want to see them play, but they have all of the like how how Johnny was saying like this. This is perfect for the gladiators. Like what all of their people want to play. Players want to play. This is like the same for Philly, but they're just better. Uh, or they should be in theory be better. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think this this has the potential to be a nasty meta for Philly. The thing is, though, I mean, like Philly weren't ever the best dive team. Like even when dive was being played a lot, they were they were up there for sure, and they had like crazy potential. But they were always like crazy individual but instead of king, just having really clean dives. The king but of recency alarm... bias is looking through the goddamn archives. Well, when Philly's else have you seen guys play Well, Josh, you can't say that because now they have they have Fury, they have Funny Astro, they have Alarm. It's like a way different team than what we've it's seen them do in the past. Different. It's still Sado, Kappa, and EQO. I mean, that's pretty... It's 50% of the Sado. team. Sado never played back then. It was Fraggy. So, yeah, yeah. It, it is quite different. But, but these players are still quite individual. They're not like a... They're not the shock. They're not team coordination above all else. They're, they're going to try and clutch things. I will say, uh, a few episodes back, we kind of discussed, I think it was during power rankings when I said that Philly should be number one. Uh, we, were, we were trying to figure out, like, is there a meta in which Philly had the roster to be the best team in NA? Uh, this may be a meta where they could be the best team in NA compared to everywhere else. Yep, that's why we should have put them at number one in the power rankings. Um... <laughs> I, I think this is going to be a straight copy of the main melee uh, North American semifinals between the Philadelphia Fusion and no, sorry, quarterfinals between Philadelphia and Gladiators. And I think oh. we're going to see two dive teams come out. 
and Philadelphia are going to win. But Gladiators will put up a good fight because OG Winston is good. Yeah, it yes. is. Alright, what's one. next on the docket? The next one is the Gladiators versus. Wait, no. Whoops. Whoa, it's Chung. Whoa, this oh, one's way more. You didn't <laughs> want to go with Chung Doo against, against Soul, but you wanted to go with Chung Doo against Soul. <laughs> your that's I argument. Knew I knew, I knew this was coming out too. Bro, Matt, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Look, my gamble paid off last week. Your gamble, bro. Atlanta. Hold up. Hold the fucking front so, so door. So when you got all the chips, you throw them in. You just I, said I, I like, am never I picking like Chengdu. You just said I am never picking yeah. Chengdu again because I had to I stay know. up until 5 a.m. and they didn't play Jimmy or Genji. What is this? Yeah, but I thought it would be funny to say I would never do that and then submit this pick <laughs> and see what would happen if he picks later. Because uh, Chengdu always, they, they can always suck you into the Chengdu zone. I don't think it'll happen, but in the <laughs> off chance it does, I want to be right. But Matt, why would you predict... Why would For you the same reason I took Atlanta over the Valiant. Right, right, right but, but... You just get a vibe, you just get a vibe. Soul have been playing, like, dive shit, which Chengdu's company yeah. is good against. Spark have been playing, like, McCree Ryan stuff that's actually yeah. good against Chengdu's comp, and they've been playing that well. And they but can I also think, play the dive. I think Chengdu, they... they Chengdu excels when they shouldn't excel, and then they when they when they should be good, they're bad. So I feel like that's gonna go on this game. Next game, Johnny, what do you think? Please, I agree with Sancho. Gladiators, Paris. We all pick Paris. Yeah. Why did we not do predictions for Shock Mayhem? By the way, I mean, do you think that that's? What I mean, yeah. Did actually... you not see that game? I mean, I didn't. No. I did, I kind of forgot that that was happening. That is a good game, though. Should we just this talk about? Be... Oh, sorry, 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 the guy who worked three days of broadcast and then came off broadcast and wrote the rundown yeah. for Platinum. Yeah, forgot Josh, to mention Josh one, does, Josh game does one game when, a week. When what you guys did was sitting on a couch and show your crotch to the entire world as you were discussing Boston Uprising and the Valley. One game like, Andy down there. It, it, you know, there, there was a possibility there to help out. Especially when I tagged everyone. I tagged everyone in yeah. Discord yeah, to help, did. and no one responded. You did. Well, I know no, whenever... I, I, got, I got ignored I by my friends. Kurt said, if you send everybody. over the predictions, he'll make the graphic right now. I... I don't think we need to make a graphic, though, do we? We can just... No. We can wing it, Kurt. Kurt, yeah, Matt lied. Matt work. lied. He didn't respond. The Discord <laughs> log does not show anything. No, Josh shows. So what would you Josh. guys pick? I would the still pick the Florida. shock. I think that they. I, I like I said previously. Well, I think there's a good chance that Shock can they, win even if they have Super Genji. They, they, this this should be a double prediction. The first is the Super Play Genji in this match. The second should be who wins. The I safe pick is Rascal Genji. If they even if they play Rascal Genji, I think they lose this. I think Florida takes it. You think? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that impressive? I think they're only gonna play Genji Ash though, right? Like that's what Mayhem's gonna do. Yes. And you don't think uh, that Shock is gonna be able to dive it. You don't think the strike is good enough to eat like pressure out the coach gun and then dive onto the the uh, BQB? Like I feel like they're gonna I agree with Josh. I think even if they play super on Genji, I still think they can win this series. Mm. And I think I, I think Shock is going to win, but because I think they're playing the superior composition. I think Tracer Genji 
with a Sanyara and Brig is stronger than an Ash Genji. And, you know, did uh, Florida played BAP? Yes, BAP? they put Byram in. They played Byram yeah. a lot. I, I, I think I think Violet and Twilight are just going to feed on fanboy tears and just take over this game. <laughs> and Striker is going to... I mean, there's so many good players yeah. in Shock. I think they're playing the superior composition, and I think they have a better backline and Striker on the team. And I think that's yeah. enough. So I am the sole Be one predicting this Florida, yeah. But, but Johnny, you, you do think then that the Shock will win even if they play Super on Genji? I do. You don't think Yaki will just find ways to duel, I, I think duel Super and take him out of the fights and they'll, they'll just get a big up? I can't okay, even believe so the, I'm the, saying the that. The, the adaptation here, the adaptation is not for Yaki to kill Super. The adaptation is for a good team versus a good Genji. It's first of all of where like debris gives they look and how much attention a Winston pays to a Genji. Because a Winston is the counter to the Genji. The Winston is the one who has to leap onto Genjis, use the Tesla Cannon, because Tesla Cannon goes through the Reflect, etc. So it comes down to how much someone like Fate will actually sit on top of the San Francisco's Genji. If Super plays the Genji, I think Fate has way more freedom on the Winston to focus on other shit. Uh, and I think that can be like a win condition for the Mayhem in that case. I, I think the series will look... A lot like how when Atlanta, because remember back when Atlanta played Florida, when Atlanta actually played aggressive, they rolled over them. The shock will play that aggressive the entire game. Yeah. The, the shock they, will be that aggressive. I think they might get dismantled. And I think that they might be the same caliber of teams. Of, I, I think the difference in abilities of Genji players is not apparent right now because Shock have played it's... against Boston, but I think it does make a big difference in this meta. And I think How that you How can you look? Sorry, but I don't... Sorry. Sorry, go on, Bren. Go... No, let Bren finish. Sorry. Yeah, go, go, go. Uh, and I think we're underestimating Yaki a little bit as well, just uh, in terms of his performance. I thought Yaki played really, really well. It's rare, I think, these days to find a player that can do, do it on both Tracer and Genji, um, at least in, in the <sighs> modern era of Overwatch that we're in. I would say yeah. this, though, like, because Florida is only playing Ash Genji compositions, it's not like Super is going to be under this incredible amount of pressure being harassed by a Tracer here, a Genji there, like, it's going to be kind of like what Johnny was saying, like, just diving and being aggressive on the Ash. And can Florida protect him? Like, I, I don't know. I think they did it against Atlanta, but once Atlanta got any semblance of aggression it all crumbled mm. and it wasn't even it wasn't even urster who was popping off for atlanta it was edison and it was gator who were able to pick up the kills onto bqb so i i don't i i think genji is extremely important but i also think he's very strong where in the hands of a smart player and somebody who's like playing it in off roll like super i still think they can win which is saying super genji is still odd uh but <laughs> Okay, okay, let, let's, let's do this for a hypothetical, because we've done mm -hmm. so many hypotheticals this episode, and Saito loves doing this, apparently. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yeah. Yep. Do you think the Philadelphia Fusion would have made the finals of their summer showdown with Super Genji instead of EQO? No. No. No, no way. I think that meta was way more about, like, putting all of your resources in the Genji and letting them carry. I think this meta is almost 
not quite the opposite, but it's if you're playing dive, it's way more on your tracer and your Winston. Okay, just hypothetical. Yeah, oh, there you go. I think that this is the. I I do think though that there's when when you watch the teams play at the moment, there's a lot of Genji duels, like or, or not Genji duels, but you're using your dash and like your quick melee just to punish the Genji if they get too too Close. like aggressive. Aggressive. Yeah. And if they get weakened a little bit and they don't react quick enough to disengage, like a lot of the time the enemy Genji will just like dash in and quickly kill that Genji and they'll be like the first pick in the fights. I think that could happen to Super a lot, but if if he can be smart enough to stay out of those situations, I think the strike is good enough to win this for them. Yeah. Uh, is Rascal Genji. Yeah, I don't think so, personally. Well, do, well, do you think that they... Do you think there's a reason that they're playing Super Genji over Rascal? Yes. What do you think I the think it was is? a match against the Boston Uprising. Uh, you shouldn't really I, th I, th I don't think they're the kind of team that would do that. I think genuinely no. they wanted to try the possibility because they, they're not that happy with Rascal's Genji. I think there's a possibility that Rascal plays a little bit too risky for what they want to do and that they know that if they right. just play a good dive built around Smurf and Striker that has consistent play, maybe it's a better option. It could let's, come let's down to this, but I think it's more, it's, it's genuinely the Shocker in a pretty piss poor position because they don't have Architect anymore and they are searching for an alternative. And but they if shouldn't willing be, right? To... Like, Rascal has been good in the past. Yeah. Okay, another hypothetical for you. Did you see that image that Krusty put on Twitter where Super was essentially begging to play against Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think he would have begged Krusty, the coach of Shock, to play Genji if he was not the best Genji on the team? Do you think he would have had to spam Krusty in Discord and probably ask to play Genji because if probably he was because do you think do you think Krusty was going to take him seriously if Super came over and said, "Hey, I've been working on my Genji, put me in." <laughs> like Krusty was probably looking at okay. him like, the, "The fuck are you talking about?" Like so, uh, so but you, he's been you, grinding you think, it out on stream. You think that Super, who is a forty-two hundred Genji with a negative record Sorry, on stream, do you think that to say um. My, uh, I've just got my Instacart order, and <laughs> the guy has just ran away with my groceries. Oh. Okay. Cool. Sorry, continue. Okay. Um, Johnny, what I were you saying? Yeah, Johnny, what were you talking you, about? You were saying a 4200 Genji with a losing record. I think Johnny's the best something. option. I, well, I think... I'm so over this. I think about it. I, I, most I of think those that, losses like, are probably when he's fucking around. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think so. I think that if you play Genji in solo queue, you rely way more on like an intuitive understanding of how to play the hero. When he plays it for the yeah. shock, he just has to know what the shock is doing. He's like perfectly in tune with them. Whereas you're never going to be in tune. You need to rely way more on your yourself in solo queue. <laughs> I am being, I am being, I'm, I'm having this like existential crisis where I'm like, am I, am I the wrong? Am I the wrong? <laughs> No, is it? Is it because? <laughs> so let's say, let's say it was another main tank player in the league doing this. Would it be as ridiculous? Because I think there's a part of the reason why it's so ridiculous because it's the number one team and it's like super just because he's like a, a loud personality. Where let's say for even say we got word out of uh, I don't know. Let me use uh. Let's say for I was gonna say no that that, that would just be ridiculous. I, I, I was gonna just... say 
What if, what if fate was the best Genji? On the I think we need to move. We need to move on. We need to move on. We need to move I was going to say, what if Mana was the best Genji? The three of you. The three of you have predicted. The three of you have predicted a shock. I have predicted Florida. Yeah. Did Johnny actually predict the shock? Yeah, I think he did. I did, okay. yeah, I did predict the shock. Yes, and I hope final, my final match. Why. And I final think match. Rascal will play Genji. That's my other okay. prediction. All right. I want to try and get through this because I don't know where my groceries are and I'm, I'm panicking a little bit. The, uh, okay. the Washington Justice versus the Houston Outlaws. Um, oh, it's a clean, No surprises. Sweet. Uh, I was really disappointed with the way that Justice were playing. Really disappointed. Get him out. Yeah. Yeah. My boy Dante is going to own. Yeah. Was, cool. the, there's going to be... I... With these types of metas and these types of games, you are going to see the teams that are coordinated rise to the top and the teams that cannot put anything together. They are going to get... We're going to see more 3-0s this week. We're going to see a lot more 3-0s, I believe. Cool. It's, uh, it's time for our final segment, I think, of the, of the night, of the day, of the morning, wherever you may be. Um, it's the one that everybody really looks forward to. Um, and it's time for Brent's Player of the Week, presented by T-Mobile. Roll the tape. Hello everybody, it's me again, Tony Baloney. This time I'm not advertising my baloney stores in the deep ends and nooks and crannies of Brooklyn, New York, but instead I'm talking to you about Prince Player of the Week, presented by T-Mobile. You don't, don't really know what was going on with that one. That, um, that was a long intro. <laughs> yeah, was long, yeah. Oh, this guy's left it at, a, at the wrong house. <laughs> Now I've, got nice. a, now I've got to be a weirdo at 10 o'clock in the morning picking up my groceries outside someone else's house. 10 o'clock in the night. evening. Uh, I mean, well, who's your player of the week? Okay, so my player of the week this week, I reviewed all of the candidates. And trust me, I get a lot of emails about this every single week. And honestly, they're all just not really that inspiring. Um, and I went for uh, me. So that's the, Wait, the wrong image. Me? <laughs> Wait, the, what? Okay, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I went for... Uh, I went, I went for me. I, I, I decided that I am my player of the week this week. <laughs> I'm, I love it. This I'm is pretty, This is I'm, the best take of this episode. This is the best I'm take pretty, of this episode. I'm pretty worked. proud of just how I didn't cry when I ripped off my nail in the gym. Um, and um, yeah, just how I, I really dealt with the situation. Super plays Genji in a win and you give player of the week to yourself because you, you injured yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll be real with you guys. Super's Genji, super low-hanging fruit, if you ask me. Like, of course, people are going to expect me to pick that for my player of the week, but I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of being my player of the week. This is a... this is a, he, Dude, the motherfucker pulled out the Genji against the Boston Uprising. You could have put me in, and you would have seen the same results. No! Yes! No, you could I'm on the no, same level. I'm on the same level, okay? No. Listen. Wait, so what have you achieved this week besides yeah what have you done that is a negative no matter how much you present it as a positive you have injured yourself and caused yourself what have you positively play. done this week um you haven't responded to any of our messages about trying to work on stuff uh, <laughs> you, you, you um, showed up uh, all you did was show up to work that's literally it all you did was <laughs> physically be present at your job have you achieved I, anything this week? Have you accomplished a goal? Have you reached a milestone? I worked. He didn't cry. Hello, everybody. Oh. <laughs> I. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I. Yeah. I mean, I was. I was a pretty brave guy. Um. 
Uh, I... Um... No wonder why Super doesn't want to come on the show because he gets robbed. He gets scammed by Brighton. It's too easy to give him the player of the week. Like, it's too easy. Was it ooh, too easy? Ooh, ooh, super play Genji. Ooh, super play Genji. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Listen, he won't even want v one me. He keeps egoing me all the time. This guy thinks he's a class act because he can complete <laughs> Resident Evil 4. Huh? No. <laughs> Get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> What, about, what have you done? Yeah, you still haven't said anything you've done. You, what about Baby Bay? Baby Bay leads the leads the all-time uh, rankings in Bren's player of the week. And he posted, retires and you didn't give it to Baby Bay? I posted um a, a positive article. Um they Did recently uh, had some really successful phase one, phase two of a potential vaccine. Um uh, Oxford you didn't University. Make the vaccine. Uh, for COVID. <laughs> You have nothing to do with the vaccine. I posted about it, it, though. I posted on social yeah. media, right? Doesn't that, <laughs> doesn't that help? You didn't make the vaccine. <laughs> what? You tweeted. I tweeted about it. Breaking news from the BBC. Yeah. Oh, my. my no. I you, my, this, this was what This was what you thought deserved player of the no, week. No, no, but this is just one of the many things that I did that was pretty cool this week. What's what's two of the many things? What's the second many thing? Hello, desktop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I tweeted saying, I hope you have a good day if you're reading this. This is the most... Look, no, okay. I, I, I picked against the team, and then I picked that team Continue against the better conversation. team. I need to go and, steal and my groceries. That. I need to go steal my groceries back. Continue this conversation. This There's is nothing the, to discuss. This I, is I, the most. I feel like I've entered a new di dimension. This is the most what, what egregious happened? player of the week award ever, and we gave it, one to Seth. <laughs> yeah, I would have been happier with just having Seth on the I show. I would have been happy. Give it to Seth again. <sighs> is, uh, is Seth here, Kurt? Can you get Seth? Johnny, Johnny can't take much more of this show. I think. I, I, I. You know. Okay, th this is the only way I can describe it, okay? You know when you watch Disney movies and, yeah. like, the characters, like, spass out or something and, like, their eyes just, like, start changing shape and, like, colors and stuff? I think it happens in, like, Robin Hood. <laughs> Jake! Movie. Jake, there sit down. Get it done. That, that's Let's how I feel. It. Jake, Bren gave Bren's Player of the Week presented by T-Mobile to Bren. What has he done this week to deserve that? He doesn't even want to comment on it. He lives with the guy. What's, 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 wrong, with, what's wrong with that, though? Like, inherently, if it's my award to give out, why can't I give There's it to nothing, myself? So what, there you just give it to yourself every week? No, no but I, 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 don't have I only feel like giving if... the award to yourself. That's fine. If you've deserved it, you award it to yourself. Let me give think about it. Let me, okay. a batch and a cookie. Let what me put it in terms... You done? Let me put it in terms you can understand, okay? Fucking Lex Luthor-looking ass okay <laughs> this is how much genji uh, super playing genji against the boston uprising meant to me all the way down here how much me tweeting positively but you know what when we when we look at them and analyze them oh look the things that i achieved that week tweeting twice were fucking more on the scale of achievement compared to super's genji all right <laughs> 
But that's you're acting like there was only one player in the Overwatch League. Yeah, there were many other players. You know who would have been uh, some? I I know you who, didn't watch who, the game. Who would have been better? Huh? Uh, so uh, when we were coming back from a break one time, instead of unmuting my mic, I unmuted my desktop audio. Mm. So uh, everybody in the YouTube chat heard Ashley do the countdown. Yep. I remember that. And, and yeah. she did the whole countdown and the whole chat was asking for NA producer to come back the entire time. <laughs> you could have given it to Ashley. Yeah, this is my Genji here. Highlight to you. This is yeah, like good so this is this highlight. Is, did you call this a highlight? This is this isn't fair. Because this is this isn't this is this clip, Kurt. Matt was not paying attention to this. This is not no, no 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 no. This is a bad clip to show. This is an old clip. Okay, I've gotten <laughs> better since you? then. This is an old clip. Is, <laughs> don't show this. That's a clean right click. This is this is pre this is pre <laughs> Genji. This is pretty good. Yeah, Listen, cut, cut, cut. Play a resource. Cut, play. A, go on my channel. You said you would be super. That you have more cut, mechanical cut, skill. Cut, you cut, 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 cut. Go on my go on my channel and pull up a recent one. Go, go, recent clips. <laughs> recent clips. Pull, pull up. He's playing it in slow mo. <laughs> pull up. He's playing it in slow mo. He just hits the thing. <laughs> I, I, I am experiencing a psychedelic pull trip. The, I, am, someone, I am absolutely. Honestly, that, that clip gave me enough enjoyment that I'm okay with you being the player Sorry, of the someone, week now. Pull up, pull up one of my recent clips. Someone's got to. No, put don't something. put a good one because it'll last 24 it. hours. There's oh got to be something God. better. Oh that my was horrific. And you oh really think God. that your Genji's on the same level as Supers? It's absolutely not even close. That was a, that's an old clip. Oh. That's an old. I think I might have been like, I don't know. Okay, here's a more recent one. Okay. What is this? What is this? See, this is pretty good. Oh, oh. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great clip. Well I actually done. think I'm being oh. cyberbullied a little bit here. Um, the most recent ones really are powerful, powerful stuff. Okay. Yeah, but that's like please put in, please put in some rules, T-Mobile. We need, we need a leaderboards. <laughs> no, we need no. it. We need to make this official. We can't allow. This I don't. It's my award to hand out. Player of the week. Huh? So you think I should have handed it to what? The producers? Okay, give me give me two other candidates and maybe I'll consider Baby it. Jinmu for Another clip? Jinmu. What is uh, this one? Super. Dude, see, this is some yeah, clean shuriken aim. Ooh, 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 <laughs> You could have given it to Zoe for the cool picture of the Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That was so good. Up. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, that's way better than anything you've done in the last year. <laughs> Note for improving so much this season, his Sigma is actually good, and he's a very cool and likable guy. You could have gave it to uh, Josh for casting one game. <laughs> uh, yeah. You could have given, it to, given it to Myonbong for dying nine times it in a row on I could have given it to Myonbong. Right. complaining about it. Yeah, you in really hindsight, could make an argument for anybody else associated with the league outside of you. In hindsight, maybe giving it to myself is a sign of... What would it be? Cronyism? Intense nepotism? I guess nepotism. technically both. Nepotism, yeah. No, it, yeah. no it's not nepotism, is it? No, Arrogance? I mean, no. 
It's not nepotism. Why did you just copycat me, Matt, when it was wrong? <laughs> Why did I mean, you I mean, raising cronyism is your to a high position has got to be some form of nepotism, doesn't it? You could have given it to the guild we killed the boss this week. But that has no, nothing no, to do with the league. Johnny, what, what, what server are you playing on Classic WoW? No one gives a shit on Platt Chat. <laughs> what, 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 what the fuck, dude? No. What, what, you, you're, tr you're trying to escape this conversation no, by no, bringing up Classic I, WoW servers. I just want to... I'm, I'm thinking about playing again, so... Oh, yeah. If someone, would like, if someone would like to send me gold, I am reinforced on Windseeker US. So feel oh. free to donate some gold, major healing potions. Maybe even some linen cloth. Who Brian hijacked this else. episode. Oh, like, no, I, I didn't. I, I'm leaving. I mean, you're this, actually going. This, yeah. this is Kurt, done. Kurt, this is how to talk about Warcraft. And Kurt.